Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Go to get a game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Philadelphia fans. We're cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Bondly Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. time it is you know what show it is you know where to be we are sports take jacob sports youtube network what's up everybody how we doing b brooks d gun r ellis the three amigos hanging out for three hours of power what's up fellas how we doing question for you gentlemen yes Derek. does being on time mean that you're late yes does it it depends on what you're doing if you have to do something where there's like a prep involved you're late if that's the case I don't do. I don't go by Tom Coughlin. If you're a half hour, if you're half 15 hour, fifteen minutes late or whatever yeah. he, whatever he, his lunacy. I don't go by that. But uh, why? In regards to what is this question? See, I have I have a problem. See, you okay. know when uh when, when we go somewhere, my wife likes to be fifteen to thirty minutes early. I like to be five to ten minutes late because I don't like being the first person to walk in the door and have to engage in extraneous conversation. You know, unless I have to, 
you know, you know, see when there's when you're there, when there's multitudes of people there, you can bob and weave, short conversations keep moving. My wife likes to get places early, take a sigh of a deep breath, you know, relax, survey the situation. I'm not one of those people. Now, when it comes to doing our show, show starts at 12. If I'm at 11.59, I'm early. Now, Rob's like, yeah, Derek, I know. Hey, but there's one that's worse than us, but I'm not going to say any names. But I'm just saying. Um, well, I, I'm saying. Let, let's hold on. So you, you didn't you didn't your premise was not exactly on what, where I thought you were going. A wow. party set, no, no, listen, a, a party setting is different. I'm with you. Like you don't want to be the first one at a party. No, you don't want to be no. one of the real early ones. And then there's a lot of small no. talk and you're like, OK, get me out of here. I agree with you there. Yes. Work is different than a party setting. Work wait, 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 wait. How do I get thrown into this? And <laughs> I'm I'm the first person in, and then we start the show. You weren't even on yet, but you're talking about me. Wait, 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 wait. When the show started, was I not sitting in place? But I was late. I was late. I was late. I admit I was late. <laughs> now, when it comes to doing certain things, you know, when it comes to prepping for like shows, prepping for things that I'm doing, like if I have to give a speech or MC something. I'm well prepared. I'm doing hours of research. I've got it down to a science. But there's just some things that are so great to have a wife to cover for because I just don't want to do it. Like prep work, like certain things. I just don't want to do it. You know, the fact that she pushes me to be a better person in certain areas, like trying to be on time, trying to be early. It's still a struggle after 40 plus years of marriage. It's still a struggle. I, I will say this. I get this often. This does not apply to either of you guys. So don't right, nobody, right. nobody think I am. I'm taking the person. I don't care what no, you say. I'm, I'm really not. I'm not. It's a general thing. So uh, with with my friends, uh, I, yeah. they'll, they'll, if I say to them, hey, I have to work. Uh, I, I got to work tomorrow at noon. Right, right. They view it as, yeah, you get there at 1158. That's all you have to do before your show. And I, and I say to them, I, I wish it worked that way. It doesn't. Like, there's prep work involved. There's a lot more involved than just punching a clock at, at right, noon. Right, right. It yeah. doesn't work that way. Right. Because they're always like, because I'll be like, I can't do it. I, I, you know, do you want to do something in the morning? We're going to grab some breakfast. I'm like, I can't, dude. I'm getting ready for the show. What do you right. mean? What time are you on? I'm like, noon. They're like, yeah, you're good. You're good. So, like, you know, I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, that's <laughs> the, the, the thing that friends don't understand. Now, maybe that's I'm just a lunatic, too, partly, which is true. But I, I think that's there, there's a little bit of a misconception with some folks who could just show up at the job or the job True. site right True. when they have to be on. It's a little bit different for us. <laughs> the thing that, that flabbergasts me sometimes when it comes to family and close friends. Now they know where I am every day, Monday through Friday. Right. I get texts. They're doing a show. I get a text, my brother, cousins. Hey, why aren't you answering your phone? Why do you think knucklehead? What am yeah. I doing right now? Oh, that God was granted. my son to just call me. Really? Right. See, that's well, what I mean. It's it, it's just it's just mind boggling. It's like how many times do I have to tell you this? Are you on angel dust or something? I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, uh, what are you? you know, why aren't I wouldn't you ask my son that. Huh? I wouldn't ask oh, my son geez. that. No, but it's it is. You're right. That's fair. Like that to me is legitimate. Like that's that's there. There is a lot of that that goes on. There. Like, I was I was trying to get you at uh, at one o'clock. I'm like I can't yeah. talk. To you. I can't like, talk. I, I don't bother you in your job. Why are you yeah. bothering me on mine? Yes. And it's usually right. something. You know what? It's never something important. It's something stupid. Like, yeah. hey, did you just see, uh, you know, so-and-so got traded? Yeah. 
Don't you think I know this by now? <laughs> Are you- hey, CJ Gardner Johnson's hurt. Did you did you see? Like, yeah, yeah. I saw. I know. Bro, my cousin in really- yeah. Milwaukee, yeah. Malcolm, he loves to send me sports update. Hey, you heard it here first. No, I didn't. I've known about it for hours. You're just finding out, knucklehead. Like, yeah. You heard it here first. That's pretty good there. Bro, it's, it's, it's like I'm sitting there, and I tell people all the time, like, They'll ask me, well, oh, they're playing they're playing Indianapolis. So you going to Indianapolis? No, I do it from the studio. Yeah. The studio's yeah. in Wells Fargo. I've told them this a thousand times. So long story long, they know before game, I got pregame, after game, I got postgame. There will be people calling me and texting me, knowing I'm on the show, telling me how to commentate my job Yes. while yeah. I'm there. Well, you should say this. Yep. I should say what? <laughs> Bro, I have I have I have literally thousands of texts of people that I that just steady just and I, I and I don't hope they don't think that I'm being rude when I don't respond. Yeah. Yes, yes. But I'm actually working when they want me to respond. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. It, it is. You're right. My, well, my, the, uh, uh, go ahead. The, the yeah. one other that I get all the time. Yeah. Hey, get me Eagles tickets. Like, dude, yes. I, I, yeah. No, first yeah. of all, no, I can't. Um. I don't work for the Eagles. I don't work for the network that carries the Eagles game on TV or anything. And I don't, nobody ever offers me up tickets. So if I did, I'd give them to you, but I don't have tickets for the Sixers, the Phillies, the Flyers, the Eagles. I went, I I went to two Phillies games this year simply because I worked them. I got my wife and my daughter tickets for another one, which I paid for out of my own pocket. I, I got no hookups. So I get that all the time for people. You'd be surprised how many times I've told people, hey, number one, I don't work there anymore. Number two, the contact we had, Janet and a few other people, were awesome in terms of getting us tickets. Those people aren't there anymore. Six months later, hey, man, can you give me tickets for this? Did you not understand what I told you six months ago and four times over the last year and a half? Did you not get this? Well, the other thing is I, I really, and I'm bad with this, but I hate asking people for things. Like I Thank hate you. reaching out to people. Like it, it, it takes everything I have to be like, Hey, uh, listen, uh, any, anyway, you get whatever. And, and, and I just don't like doing, I'm just uncomfortable in that situation. Well, I will say this. There's an exception to the rule because I have a good group of people who are my mechanics, my plumber, my electricians. Um, you know, they work for companies, but they also do work for themselves on the side a lot of times. And if I need something like, something for a pipe or fix, you know, a window or something, they'll get me a good deal because they get it at wholesale because they're licensed to do what they do. You know, good deal on tires, stuff like that. But that's because they offer. I don't call them saying, Hey, yeah. you know, I'm saying, Hey dude, what I'll, I'll wear it. Like for, for instance, tires, Hey dude, what's the best price on tires? Hey, I'll take care of it for you. Okay. All right. You know that, but you're right, Rob. Um, I'm, I don't like asking because you know somewhere down the road you feel you're gonna owe them a favor. Yeah, there, there's a there's a, a group of people that just give from the heart. They like they just love to give, and there's a group of people they give with an intention in mind that somewhere down the road I can reciprocate this. And I'm like, I don't like being put in that position. I don't like telling people no, you mm-hmm. know, that I can't do something. But you know what? Over the last couple of years, it's a lot easier to say no, bro, <laughs> because I play for the Eagles. Yeah, and I do Eagles pre and post game show. I'm like, for number one, Eagles pre and post game show is Eagles pre and post game show live. 
So that right, means it's right, not right. actually through the Eagles. That's right. number one. Number two, I'm an Eagles alumni. Yes. That means I'm no longer getting a check from them unless I'm doing an appearance. Mm-hmm. So I don't get free tickets. Yep. I may get face value on tickets. Right. You yes. go to StubHub and you can get a ticket for for you can get a ticket for you know yeah. you know an elevated cost because they add on their fees. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I may be able to get face value, mm-hmm. but there's a thousand other alumni who try to get the same tickets I'm trying to get. Right. Exactly. So yep. they just I think, oh, you 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 got it, man. You know, no, no, bro, no, I don't, no, I don't, no, I don't no. have tickets. I don't have. I, and and when you work at the Wells Fargo, you can just walk right across to. <clears throat> To do the room, I was like, "Yeah, I can walk right across there and, and yeah. sit down." Yep. You yep. can just take me. I'm like, "Bro, no, there's no. a security guard now. I can't even get you upstairs anymore." Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I you hear know, you. Yeah, w- w- William Stark says it may be injustice. Says D Gun, they think you're the man of miracles. And William, there was a time when I was. I I get tickets, Disney on Ice, yep. Ringling Brothers. Bar. There was times when I would get. One person's, hey, uh, you know, I get, uh, can you get seven tickets? You know, some people, hey, can you give me two? It was, I spoil people so much. Can you get me seven tickets? And I would get it not once, not twice, sometimes three times for th- different people. For when, 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 when Disney is uh, Disney on Ice, Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. So I, yeah, I used to, now it's like, I got nothing for you. No, yeah, sorry. Can't I, do hear it. You. I hear you. All right. Well, look, the big news today, and unfortunately, we kind of saw this coming. Uh, no surprise after watching the game. But C.J. Gardner-Johnson has a lacerated kidney and possibly a fractured rib. Yep. Now, the initial report, Tom Pelissar of the NFL Network had this originally, but the, the initial reports, at least right now, and we're going to have Jimmy Kemsky on at 1 o'clock. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to him about uh, everything that's going on with the Eagles and, and that specifically, but is that he's not going on the IR. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's, you know, it's concerning. It's, it's non-surgical, at least according to the reports. Well, that's six, that's a six month diagnosis. I mean, six week diagnosis. If he had to have surgery right on a lacerated kidney. Right. And that's just from what I read. I don't have a medical degree. I'm just, I'm saying just what I've read mm-hmm. on, the, on the interweb. Yes. The interweb. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, so hopefully it's not a real long period of time, but the problem you have right now is you're without CJ, you're without Maddox. I, I'm just talking about the secondary. We can get into Goddard and all that stuff and, and Jordan Davis, but you're already short in the secondary anyway. So, and while he, you know, he made the interception and he didn't look overwhelmed or anything, you know, you read Blackenship will likely be plugged in here. You talk about a guy with a lot of, you know, he's a very inexperienced, he's a rookie, he's an undrafted rookie. So, this is a, a and, had any, right and, and hadn't had any reps either. Right. Hadn't had any reps. This is his first game time reps was this last game he just got put in. Yep. Yeah, and I see Jeremy Jer- Jeremy points out that Ertz had the same injury and was only out two weeks in, in 19. Jeremy, you're right, but everybody's injuries and everybody heals yes. differently. Yes. So I just – the only thing I would say is I don't know. You know, I, And, God, it'd be great if he came back that quickly, but I don't know. And if there's rib damage, that might hold this up even more. When you're talking about a lacerated kidney and, and a cracked rib too, because when anytime you talk about a cracked rib, you wonder how close it is to the lung, you know, and, and did yeah. it puncture lung? It, and even if it's not like a, a complete puncture, did it touch the lung? Yeah. You have to be very careful with that stuff, man. And, you know, right, you know, Zach Ertz came back in a short amount of time, but I've seen dudes out six, seven weeks with this thing. Right. You know, it's different. And, you know, when you're a bigger person, you know, you absorb more, which means you can lessen the damage. 
I mean, CJ's a skinny dude. He's a thin dude, muscular dude. But I'm saying, you know, so that 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 collision he had, which I, I can't emphasize enough, it didn't look that bad. Initially, I thought he had, a, you know, maybe a concussion. The way he yeah. hit him with his yep. shoulder, Same. and he bounced off of him. Then I thought he's the way he was twitching and flopping around. I'm thinking maybe he separated the shoulder. Mm-hmm. But then I say, as I as I mentioned to you guys yesterday, I got word that we're talking, we're looking at cracked ribs here. Uh, I didn't know about the lacerated kidney, but man. Yeah. Um, Our buddy Marcus chimes in. The problem with the backup starting, it puts more pressure on the special teams. And yes. that's the last thing you want to be doing is the put more pressure teams. on that special teams. <laughs> the anything the anything but special teams. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a great point. But, oh, yeah, goodness. I know. And that's the thing. Look, they've been – we all know they've been pretty lucky this year. It's starting to add up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. The silver lining, the good news is it, they don't look like they're year-enders. No. Uh, so the, the way this the way it works with the guys who are hurt right now, Jordan Davis can come off this week. I don't know if he right. will, right. but he, he you know he can come off this week. Maddox next week, Goddard the following week. So there's a, there's a little light at the end of the tunnel with getting some of these guys back. And, and the good thing is they don't they don't face like a, a passer until you get to Dak on Christmas Eve. You know, like somebody's that's going to throw it will. Think about it. You got yeah, and that's Ryan Tannehill. Days. Yeah, yeah that, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, um, mm-hmm. Daniel Jones twice, you know, Justin Fields, uh, and, yeah. Andy Dalton, you know, a- Andy. Well, any Andy Dalton's win. Um, That's the second to last game of the year. Second to last game. So you know, if you're going to get healthy, you got a good window to get healthy against teams that are going to be a thorn, like uh, Tennessee and the Giants. But you don't have to worry about their their quarterbacks kill. Although. Again, Ryan Tannehill, you don't know which Ryan Tannehill is going to show up. You, you really don't. But um, I'm I'm more worried about Justin Fields running the ball than I am passing the ball, you know. Uh, Daniel Jones the same way. Daniel Jones is efficient, but he's, he, he doesn't have a collection of lethal receivers. He's not going to kill you with his arm. He may, Daniel Jones might go 20 of 28 for like 215 yards. Right, right. That's manageable, you know, okay? Yeah. You know, that's doable, you yeah. know. But so, well, so that's the good news. Here's the question I have for you guys, um, because there is a we've seen this precedent over the years. We saw it last year with the Rams when they they pulled Eric Weddle out of retirement, and he actually ended up starting toward the end of the year. Played in the, played in the Super Bowl for him. Got hurt, and stayed in there. He had a, I think he separated his shoulder and stayed in there. Anyway, uh, Malcolm Jenkins was on John Clark's podcast uh, not all that long ago, prior to this injury, and said, "Hey, I'm still in game shape. I can still play. Uh, I'm still working out." Is that something you guys would tap into? Mm, bring it, bring Jets back. I thought he would be he would be perfect in this defense in the aspect that they wouldn't ask him to cover. They would just ask him to be that guy to fill in in run type situations. Now, would he be asking for more money than the than the base salary? He might just want to get a ring. incentives. But let me let me let me put this. What I'm told is no. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. told no. I'm, I'm told no, they, they, okay. they're not going to pursue Malcolm G. And that uh, Gunner, from what you're told, is that on the Eagles end or Malcolm not being interested end? Uh, I, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to reveal I, anything. If that's I cannot true. confirm nor deny. Okay, okay, yeah. uh, that's fair. And I, I think that you know they've. You're in a spot right now where the trade deadline's passed. It would be someone who's you know essentially on the street. The thing with Malcolm too is Malcolm could play special teams. He was a very good special teamer. Yes, he was. Yes, he so was. So if you're looking to bolster a terrible second uh, special teams unit, 
Right. You know, Malcolm could, could help you in both areas. And he's ring chasing right now. He wants another ring. He wants I'm, a third I would, one. I would, I, I'm okay with it. I'm usually not one who wants to dip into the past all the time. Like, T.O. Right. was retired right. for like 14 yeah. years. And people are like, get T.O., man. He, he can still play. I'm like, okay. Well, but I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. When you, if you bring Malcolm in, understand that there's a reason why he retired. If he could still play at that high level, he'd still be playing. Good point. We're, we're talking about a guy that's not going to be able to run around like he used to run around. Right. He won't be able to play in the slot at corner like he used to play at slot corner. You talking about a guy that's going to play safety in the most simplest form you get. You ask him to go out there and play zone and and cover his own, he can probably do that. If you're asking him to go out there and run step for step, stride for stride with somebody like uh, Kelsey or somebody, uh-huh. it's not happening. Right. I, I just I just sent you both. Um, the reason why I said no. Okay. If you look at your phones but don't say anything, then you'll understand where the no comes from. So it's it's emphatic. Mm-hmm. So okay, gotcha. Uh, so you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, I understand. I, I, yeah, and I, look, I'm just throwing it out. I'm just trying to think. Like the the problem is Barrett, and this is along the lines of what you just said. And this is all due respect. Malcolm was an unbelievable player, leader, and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Most of the guys who were on the street at that position are probably, if not cooked, close to cooked. Like there's right. just not probably a right. lot left. You know, Weddle was an exception. You plugged him in or whatever. What about Harris? <sighs> Took you too long. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, try, I'm just trying to think of other guys now, who. Now, to go back to what you just said about cooked. Um, <laughs> is probably strong. Yeah, maybe, because maybe, they maybe brought not. Sue and Linville Joseph in. Off the no, no, no. But, I, 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 I guess that's where I was going to follow up, and I'll ask both of you guys. Is it easier to come off the street having sat for eight weeks, whatever, and play D-tackle than it is a position where there's some coverage involved? Is that easier? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm asking. I, I'm not – this is not a presumptuous I, question. I don't know. I think it's easier for a D-lineman to come back because – like, like I said a few weeks ago, you're not asking him to sprint 40, 50 yards down the field. Well, that's when what I start, mean. You know yeah. what I mean? When you start talking about wide receivers, linebackers, secondary personnel, you know, these dudes got to come off the street, man. And, you know, they're like, well, I'm in shape. Well, you're not in game shape. You don't care what kind of workouts you're doing. Right. Prime example, Deshaun Jackson, 35 years old, still one of the fastest human beings in the National Football League. His first game, he grabs – he grabs his hamstring like a like a rabbit being shot with buckshot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that's a big difference. So if you bring a guy back and, he, and he's hurt in the first game and he's out for a couple of weeks, why'd you bring him? You know, yeah. what's what purpose does he serve? That's that's the issue, right? Yeah. yeah. So and it, was, it was sort of like trying to tap into Deshaun Jackson, you know, a, a million different times. All of a sudden he's banged up again, right? And it's like, what's the point? I, I look. I think Malcolm is going to be a name that's thrown around a lot by Eagles fans, and rightfully so. I don't think it's crazy. Um, but by Eagles fans, but not Eagles. I'm saying Eagles fans that are, yeah. are in positions to make decisions to bring him in. Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting. Um, Bro, that's I still want Foles back. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I, I I just keep thinking to myself: Can Foles do worse than what they're getting out of like Matt Ryan? Uh, you know, and we'll talk about that game last night in a little bit. But right, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, l- l- let's look at it from this standpoint, guys. So we're in the NFC East right now, and you got the Eagles at ten and one. Dallas is eight and three, and Dallas has the softer portion of the schedule coming up. In other words, a lot of the bad AFC South teams that the Eagles already played, Dallas has coming up. 
Yep. You have the Giants who have uh, they've lost two out of three, who look like they're maybe coming back to – I think it's three out of four, actually. Are coming back to earth a little bit. And Washington's hot, like legit hot. They're seven and five right yeah. now. So looking at the division, is it conceivable that every team gets in? Because you have a, a South division that just flat out stinks, that one team has to get in. It's going to be the Bucks, But yep. – Atlanta's only a game back at five and seven. Carolina's right. only two games back at four and eight. Same with New Orleans. But, but nonetheless, I'm, I don't want to get off on a rant on how bad that division is. You, know, you might only get one out of the West. Yeah, yeah, the second place yeah. team in the West is six yeah. and five. You might get one team out of the North because the next – you realize Detroit at four and seven is in second place in the North? Yes. Yes. What? So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, as we, parody in the NFL, man. That's the parody, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, as we sit here today, all four teams in the NFC East are in the playoffs as of right now, as we right. sit here today. Same but then looking, cool, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But looking at their schedule, I only think – I don't think – all four are not going to make it. You So, who's the odd man out, Giants or Washington? <sighs> Gi- well, Giants have lost two in a row. They have – they still have – Washington, Eagles, Washington, Minnesota, Indy, and Eagles. That's I think the Giants have the toughest schedule, first of all. Mm-hmm. Now, the way the schedule play, way plays itself out with six games left, they have three at home and three on the road. Um, yeah, so I think Gunner, Indy's only Gunner, good. here's the problem. Okay, so if, if you say one of them doesn't get in, who's passing them? Seattle? Like, who's coming up? I, I think Seattle, Seattle. I think it's Seattle. I think Seattle's going to get in there. Um and I think I, I can't count Atlanta out yet. All right, let me we give don't you Seattle know Seattle team Atlanta is going to show up week to week. All right, tell me what you think here. They're at the Rams. The Rams are cooked, and I don't think I don't think it's Stafford. I think it's going to be uh, Bryce Perkins again. Right, Perkins. Um, they're home against Carolina. That's that's a winnable game. It's two winnable games, right? Yeah. Um, and then you you go you have San Fran at home. That's a tough one on, on a Thursday right. night. That's right. December fifteenth. Then you're at Kansas City. Uh, oof. Yeah. Jets home, you know, kind of a toss-up game. It's going to be a dog fight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then you close it out against the Rams again, but this time it's home. I mean, that's – See, to me, that's more favorable for Seattle than looking at Washington or uh, the uh, Giants schedule. Giants. I mean, the Giants, you have – the Giants uh, – Washington plays the Giants back-to-back weeks with a bye in between those games. So they have a and home and home. they play us back-to-back weeks too, though. No. no. Who, Washington? Why will they play us? They got to play us twice. We're not back to back. They got to play us no, twice. No, Washington's done with us. We've I'm already played the Giants. Oh, the Giants. Giants, Giants yeah. Yep. Um, and then the, after after the Giants, Washington has at San Francisco, Cleveland with Deshaun Watson, right. and then versus Dallas. Now, they might get a break with Dallas because Dallas, whether wherever they are, may have already secured a position. Right. That could be a wrap for them. Yeah. That could be a wrap for them. Possible. But. Yeah, you don't know which way these Giants games are going to go. That's going to be I, – I, I would I would love to see those – those games I would love to be able to just sit and watch both of those matchups, home and home, against each other. But that would be crazy, man, if every team in the NFC – Yes. It, well, it, it, it's, 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 you're right. But it's, it's, it's right now, it's very doable. They're playing the best football. Say what you want to say. They're playing, the, the Giants started out playing – some great football, you know. They, they caught lightning in the yeah. bottle for, yeah. for was it was it like six games? Oh yeah, seven games. Yeah, they caught lightning in the bottle. I mean, it's just a hell of a coaching job by their head coach. But you look at Washington, man. Washington, 
we know that their front, I mean, their, their defensive line is just probably the best in, in, in football right now. Uh, considering the fact you look at, you know, they're getting um, Chase Young back. Yeah, they're strangling offenses. Right. So you look at that, and then you pair that with a with a with a a team that believes in a in a quarterback that's you know he's mm-hmm. average. Scrappy. But they believe in him. Plus they're behind him. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know. And plus they're it's them. They're they're in a foxhole right now. That foxhole mentality. That 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 dog mass mentality. Yep. They're fully entrenched in that right yeah, now. Yeah, they 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 say the hell with front office, mm-hmm. the hell yep. with anybody that's not that's in right. our locker room. That's they're right. entrenched right now. Their back is against the wall. They're a wounded animal, and mm-hmm. they're coming out fighting, man. That's yeah. right. And that mentality right there will win you a lot of football games. It won us a Super Bowl in seventeen. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Here, here's why you can't discount Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta's coming off a loss. They could have won if they not the ricochet pass cost them the game against Washington, but yeah. they, they lost. Okay, so next they have Pittsburgh at home, at New Orleans, which is a mess, Baltimore at Baltimore, and then their last two games are at home against Arizona and Tampa. Both winnable games for them. Yeah. That's, depending that's not on which, a super tough schedule. That's not no. Mm-mm. I mean, they only lost to Tampa Bay by by six points back in uh, week five. You know, and Tampa, no, they lost Tristan Wirth, who has a high ankle sprain. He's a week to week. He's going to be out at least a couple of weeks with that thing. Oh, yeah. You talk about an offensive lineman with a high ankle sprain, they're not coming back in a week. No. There's no way. No. No. I mean, and the thing is, too, when when Tampa wins, like Tampa doesn't blow anybody out. No. Like most of their no. wins have been very close. So, I, yeah, Atlanta absolutely could could take care of business. Atlanta lost to them 20 to 21-15 yes. at Tampa in week five. Yes. You know if they even get competent quarterback play, they could definitely do it. And you got the rematch at home on the last game of the season. I mean, they could be right there last game of the season. Yeah, they could. You know, they but get the point the is yeah. only one of them is getting in though, Gunner. It's I either going to be Tampa or, or Atlanta. Like it looks like every other, the other division could get just one in West, right. North and South. Well, wait, you don't think it, if, if Atlanta, I'm sorry. Got I, I mean, Seattle could, could conceivably right. get in with, with San Fran. Right. They could. Um, it, 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 in order for Atlanta to get in, they're going to need some help along. They're going to have to win their games and get some help, you know, from teams playing the Giants in Washington at this point. You know, that that's a way they could back in in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I mean, they need San, they need Tampa to lose. They need, they need to, you yeah. don't think they could get in as a wild card? Not if, not at this record they're at right now. Let me see. So you have Minnesota. No. Okay, so the four teams getting they're in. They're five and seven. Okay, Eagles, uh, Eagles, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, 49ers. So that's the four division winners. Now, of the three wild cards, right now the odds on favorite is Dallas. We, we assume Dallas is going to get Dallas in. Dallas is getting in, yeah. I, so I that leaves the battle between Seattle, the three teams in the NFC East, and Atlanta for the two remaining spots. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I like the East, man. I like the East teams getting in. I do. I do too. But you know, you talk about yeah, you you talk about a murderous schedule for both the Giants and Washington. Yeah. Now they're going to knock each other off. You know, I, yep. I expect them to split their two meetings. Yep. yep. Um, but they're going to knock each other off, and then you know, Washington still has San Francisco. Giants still have Minnesota and the Eagles twice. Yep. You know, it's it's you know it. Atlanta, I'm saying Atlanta. Atlanta's got life. Yeah, they got life. Yeah, for sure. Well, right. I but, mean, 
I like. I, I actually like the way Atlanta's been playing, man. They're, they're two receivers. I mean, I know Pitts is a, is a is a tight end, but he plays like a receiver. They are starting to mix well and vibe with the you know everything they have going on. Cordell Patterson brought new life to their offense, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. New life. It's being hurt hurts them though. Yeah, that, that hurts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I, it's going to be interesting. So we'll uh, we'll we'll continue to to monitor that. All right, when we come back, um, we're going to dive into Jalen Hurts and the season he's having compared to last year and how legitimate it is uh, for him to win potentially an MVP. We'll look at what Mahomes is doing, what Tua is doing, what some of the others that are right there are doing as well. We will dive into all of that. When we come back, 1 o'clock, Jimmy Kemsky will do a full-blown NFL segment at 2 o'clock. Uh, 1.30, we'll do a little Sixers, who won again last night. And beat came back. They beat Atlanta. Good win for the Sixers. Uh, we'll do that. little World Cup will mix in. All kinds of stuff in store for you. So don't go anywhere. Derek, Barrett, Rob, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube I thought Network. you were calling me out for a minute. You're good. You're, you're safe, Derek. Uh, let's talk about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group. Because you know how, how difficult and, frankly, scary it can be to find someone who you can trust with your finances. And I found the right person and it's Jim Murray and principal financial group, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, you may have a small business, you're trying to get things off the ground and set up your employee benefits. That's also another resource that Jim can help you with. I personally entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollovers to Jim, and I couldn't be any happier. You will be too. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. Or you could email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader, and we're lucky to have him. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh. And go birds. 
all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Back in everybody, thanks for hanging with us today. He's Barrett. I'm Rob. Uh, I'm I'm hearing uh, Barrett. Uh, my sources are telling me that um, there may be some different music options presented soon that we'll we'll have to decide on. Say it ain't so. Uh, yes, that's what I'm hearing. And we're going to okay. target okay. we're going to target the new year for a new re- for some new tunes for a new okay. uh, open for our our uh, show. Wait, okay. New hat. What's going on here? Barrett had a hat on. I need to go get a hat. So I'll be well, to copy. You, yeah. and Barrett takes this off. Man, what's yeah. going on here? We were in the meeting, and what did you guys say? Oh, we're wearing yeah. our Jacob Media hat. You're right. You did. So what do I you do? Did. I pour it on the it's Jacob hat. Media hat. Now, you're right. I get well, on there, and who doesn't have Jacob Media hats on? I, I said I had mine on. I was on with uh, Good Morning NFC East and our buddy Jeff Kerr. And I had Jeff my Kerr. My Jacob lid on. Yeah, I have my lid on for for that, and I, I said I got to switch it up, man. I got I got to have a different look for our show, so I, I changed it up a little bit. Okay. Now, is that just a generic Super Bowl hat? What is that? No, what, this what? is the Super Bowl hat from the Eagles. Uh, it's from 2017. I, I never saw that one. You never saw this one? No. I had to go for, get this one because um, my Jacob hat, where I keep it in a, a, a certain place, is missing, which means either. My son or my son-in-law may have grabbed it, so I got to go get go. it back from him. But okay, it's around steal, stealing your hat, man. It's not right. Hold on, you with my house, it's like I own nothing. Same here. They just come take my stuff, bro. I be so mad sometimes, bro. I be telling, like my son, my son comes up <laughs> and he takes my smell good. He don't even live with me anymore. Your I what? Smell good. Whoa, whoa, time out, time out. Your what? You smell good. I smell what is good. that? Yeah, my what cologne. Is- Oh, yeah. your cologne. Oh, okay. He'll come use my cologne, right? And he'll take it to his old bedroom where he used to where he used to stay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And leave it in there. I'm like, bro, if you go, first of all, you don't ask to use it, number one. <laughs> then you go and you take it and you don't put it back where you took it from. Yeah. Why can't you I keep it, I keep my cologne in my bathroom? Why can't you just spray while you're in my bathroom? You know why you don't spray when you're in my bathroom? Because you know I smell it and say, Why are you in my cologne? So you take it to your room. Spray it in there, and then you just leave it in there. Yeah, that's that's even worse. It's bad enough you're taking it. At least put it back, man. Nah, Come nah, on, nah, nah, nah. See, yeah, you can case, at least kiss me. You know what I'm saying? At least in, kiss me. In my case, you know, sometimes I buy like when I buy my my uh, underarm deodorant. Like I love Men and Speed Stick, right? I buy the mm-hmm. two to three pack. Yep. And then all of a sudden, I get a text: "Hey, Dad, uh, I grabbed um, one of, one of your Speed Sticks." You know, I'm like, "Hold up." Um, there's a grocery store Acme is like four and a half <laughs> miles down the road, or at Walmart six miles this way. You can't. I do even better than that. How about I go to the store? And I got grandkids and I got nieces and nephews, so I just go to the dollar store and I'll buy like twenty two brushes. I buy twenty two brushes. There's like four in a pack. I'll that buy eight I'm packs. Only, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I, that means I'm only paying like five dollars for all these toothbrushes. How about my son and my daughters will come in and take a toothbrush, like you know, that oh, the dad got all his toothbrushes, yeah, and they don't tell me they take them. So when I go to look and, and give one of the grandbabies Gone. a toothbrush, yep, no more. I'm like, how does 20 how do 20 toothbrushes leave in a month and a half? I know y'all don't bring, I know y'all, yep. you know. Y'all don't be brushing your teeth like that because y'all breath be stinking. And oh, it, come on, man. Come man, on, come dude. On, I'm just saying, man. Dude, oh, you know what I do? God. I go to BJ's across. I buy the eight pack, you know. And, you know, and my wife always said, why do you buy so many? Because I buy them two packs at a time. I had one pack now. Smart you know, move. I have, I have one pack for emergency purposes. Keith, yep. you ain't going to get me in trouble, bro. Keith huh? Reed Jr. Keith Reed Jr. What do you say? What do you say? Where? No, I ain't saying that, bro. You ain't getting me in trouble, bro. Wait, what do you say? Wait, Keith Reed Jr. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, I, we got you. The, the problem, the, look, cologne. There's a fine line with cologne. I, I, I'm, I'm oh, not no, anti cologne, yeah. but the problem is, and we know some people who bathe in it. When, oh my uh, goodness! They, oh. When you bathe in it, dude, it is brutal because the whole room smells up. Anything that person touched, anywhere near that person who bathes in it, is a problem. Cologne uh, with the right. Amount is perfect, but you, well, you got to be careful. Don't cross that. See, line. this is it right here. You can't just put on cologne and you ain't take no shower. You no, can't no. cover yeah. funk yeah. with yeah. cologne. Yeah. But yeah. people yeah. do that though. People right. do that. No. Here's the worst though. Like when I, you know, being in the locker room as much as I have, when you shaking hands with play, hey man, how you doing? Good to see you. And you yep. go back to your office and your hand smells like yep. twenty different colognes. Yes. Or you go to a wedding or a function, you're shaking hands with people and you smell like twenty different colognes. Man, it's like. And you go to wash your hands, you can't get it off your hands, man. No. Like, what the heck is going on yeah. here? I will say too, in doing having done radio forever, yes. there are certain people that will use universal headsets in the in the studio. I don't understand those people. I don't want to <laughs> yeah, wear yeah, a headset that somebody else was wearing. Yeah, it skeeves yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. I get grossed <laughs> out. Wait, you have your own headset in the studio? Hell yeah. I bring my own. <laughs> See, when I, you know what? The, when I got to that point, when I was doing uh, the the two years I did a uh, Eagles pregame show for ninety seven point five. Yeah, I never, I never even thought about it, Rob. I walk oh, yeah. in the studio. Yeah, walk in the studio. Hey, Digon, here's a set of headphones. Well, oh, okay. If you're on remote, it's different. You have to use the sort of universal headsets when you're right. on a remote. But right. when I'm in the studio, I wear buds. I don't like the big cans. I don't. No. I don't, no. Do. See, I like them because they, these, like these, cancel out noise. Yeah, they're noise like, cancelers, and that's yeah. great. That that's where it does come yeah. in handy on a remote because it gets loud. But if I'm in the studio, as long as I can hear my return, I don't care. So I love my AirPods, but they they keep every now and then want to fall out. And see, I like to like when I'm out working in the yard or using like a, a power tool or something. Yeah. My concern is one's going to drop out and almost someone just slice that bad boy. I'm with you. What, see, I I can't like you, the the wireless one, like the white sort of Apple ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're no, not yep. they're not built for everybody like th mm. these the, the ones i have you probably can't see it but they're rubber so yep. they they, yep. they conform to your ear i have like small ear holes <laughs> see, see i have the same i have the we're same in, problem we're in some weird places now man <laughs> hey, I, I have the same problem i have some bows right i have some bows great bows with the with the rubber to do were perfect right and they had a strap under them it were perfect noise cancelers so one day my wife said uh, can I use yours? Because mine broke. So I gave them to her, you know, because she then she bought me some of the, the Apple AirPods, yep. right? So the other day, she goes, "Do you do you still have those bows?" I said, "No, I gave them to you a long time ago." She goes, "Oh, that's right, I gave them to my niece in California." What? What? She gave because her niece in California needed some earbud. Huh. My wife is the most generous person you will ever meet on the planet. She has the biggest heart of anybody you will that's ever meet. That's your only saving grace, bro. 
What? That's your, your only saving grace. No, man. no, my saving grace is I'm a good guy who gives a lot. That's your only saving grace, bro. You give, I give orders. a lot. You give orders. You don't give free. My kids keep saying, orders. "Dad, you like to give assignments." Yeah, because yeah, you won't. Because you're grown to people and you won't do it yourself. So yes, I give assignments in that regard. Yes. I mean, this ain't no Air- Airbnb here, man. I got Airbnb. people around. But and now that you say that, my my daughter used my uh, my beats. On the trip, she just got back like two weeks ago from Florida, and she has my beats, and I have not got them back yet. So I'm glad you told me about that. Because I'm not gonna get them. get them back. You're not getting them back. Let me text her right now. <laughs> You're not getting them back. You're not right get... now. Wait, what? What? Okay, what do you have in your ears right now? What kind? These are some kind that I got off um, some uh, boot Amazon. Boot. Yeah, they're <laughs> the great boot. too. They're great. So you had she go? She go? Dad, can I keep them? You gonna let her keep them? That she didn't ask though. So to use them. So why are you texting her? Because you're not getting them back. I'm see, gonna ask to see, see if I can Bear, get them back now. Rob, here's one thing I learned about Barrett long time ago. Six five, three hundred thirty pounds. He has this menacing portrayal about him. Bear soft as drugstore cotton, man. He's, a, he's a gentle giant. Yes. He is a gentle. Is I'm Mama Brooks. Hey, and my man, family, my, my family said the same thing about me, Dad. I told, I told you years ago, it broke my heart when my son told me, Dad, you know, no no disrespect, Dad, but we were always more afraid of mom than you. Oh, like, I was I was way more huh? afraid of my mom than my dad. Forget it. I could pull stuff Same over here. on my dad. Like, like, my mom was no way. Well, see, here's here's the thing. No my way. mom, who was, a, was an educator, she was a teacher, you know, all yeah. her life. When she would go to my teacher conferences, you know, and talk to the nuns, Whatever the nuns told her, to this day, I still believe she would embellish when I got home to tell my dad. And my dad had arms like truck tires, man, you know. <laughs> and and I didn't get many spankings, but there was one couple that, you know, they still they still resonate today. I hear you. Bro. You know, it's like thunder hitting you, man. Lightning yeah. striking you. Yeah. And, you know, it was wor- the, worst, the worst was the fear of it than the actual. I don't know. I'm the, telling you, the waiting is yeah. just amazing. Oh, waiting. waiting, you're driving, you're driving yourself nuts. You're, you're like, you're every car you yes. pull up, you're like, <laughs> oh. you know why? Because they don't address the issue when you want them to. Exactly, they make you wait. Hit dinner, yeah, TV, yeah, yeah. Time, you yeah. Yeah. man. The longer this way, the worse it's going. Yeah, the worse it's going to be. Man. Yeah, the I'm waiting is the hardest part, as Tom Petty once said, man. So. <laughs> well, oh my goodness, that, you know that's crazy, man. Because I, I mean, I, I can remember one time, man, I got in some trouble with my mom. That's why I said my mom. My mom trying to get to heaven now because the way she treat her grandkids, man, is way different the way I was treated, bro. She's just trying to get to heaven, but uh, I, I, I got a seat. I got a seat on my my report card. I got a seat on my report card, and I just knew I was gonna get thrashed. And I, I actually took a pen. And my mom, hold on. My mom washed the sheets on Monday. Oh, she washed the sheets on Monday, and then I got report cards on Tuesday, and I kept it. I didn't give it to them. So I heard uh, my mom talking to somebody else's mom oh, no. about report cards, and I went upstairs in my room and I said, "I wrote in my Ashley in, in, in ink, please don't let my mom kill me. <laughs> <laughs> God, please let my mom kill." I wrote on the sheets. Oh my God! And I see, I see, she saw the sheets for some reason. She washed the sheets on Wednesday. I'm like, "Why would she wash the sheet on Wednesday?" Long story long, I don't remember anything after that. Yeah. You know <laughs> but, oh my God, that's awesome. Well, I was just like, man, I'm like, that's not the same woman, bro. I'm telling you, my, yeah. my son come over, he just embellishes. Mom, grandma, I'm so glad you up here. My parents don't be feeding me. No, it's wow. not our job. Oh my God. It's wow. not our job to feed you now, boy. Come on, man. Grown. That's he comes right. to my house and he shops in my house, bro. 
I'm not. I'm not a grocery store. I'm not Walmart. You can't check out. You're not leaving money when you leave. Yeah, you know what though? You know why he still does it? Why is that? Because of Sanji. Moms with moms <laughs> protect their babies oh, to this man. day. Yep. My wife will step in and protect the kids before she protects me. Hundred percent. To this day, especially her son. Hundred. Her son. Oh, her son's like a bandicoot. He waits until <laughs> two or three in the morning to go downstairs and get something to eat yeah, yeah. when everybody's gone. Yep. And you wake up. Why are these crumbs all over the place? Mm-hmm. What the, what, no, <sighs> that pan's still laying out dirty or like oh, man. Uh, come on, go. man. I hear you. I hear you. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's get Jaylen it back Hurt. to the Eagles. Yes, yeah, so let's get it back. To the <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Come on. Uh, all right, let me let me read these numbers for you guys and you know, keep in mind we're 11 in, so there's there's still six more to go. All right, but Jalen Hurst passing 20, uh, 2,560 yards, 17 touchdowns, three interceptions, 67.3 completion percentage and a 105.7 passer rating now let's compare that to last year uh in 2021 he had 3144 yards he's going to shatter that he had 16 touchdowns he's already surpassed that he's got nine he had nine picks so he's got six less right now he was only completing 61.3 so he's six you know percentage points better his passer rating was 87.2 last year that's just with his arm now Rushing this year, 597 rushing yards, eight touchdowns. That's 127 attempts, by the way. Last year, uh, Jalen, 139 rushing attempts, 784 yards, 10 touchdowns. He's likely to surpass those those ground game numbers as well. He he is going to destroy every one of his numbers last year. And he's got the completion percentage way up. He's got the passer rating way up we're seeing a vastly improved quarterback now the offensive numbers have not in the passing game over the last like three games have not been what they were earlier in the year so it's something to monitor okay but this guy is a vastly improved player yep um if you look at him and comp him with some of the other guys like uh mahomes for example Mm -hmm. 3500 passing yards already Mm -hmm. 29 touchdowns Leads he does have lead. eight picks. Eight picks yep. is nothing to sneeze at. He's got eight picks. He'll, right. he'll because he's so magical. He'll force some things sometimes. Sixty-six completion percentage. So Jalen's got a better completion percentage. Their passer rating is almost identical. Mahomes yep. is one hundred five point three, and <clears throat> and he's run for two hundred and seventy-four yards, which is okay for a quarterback. It's not bad. Uh, and a touchdown. Let me give you two, and then then we'll stop. Mind you, two has played a couple less games because he was hurt. Nine games, in fact, two has played. 2,564 yards, 19 touchdowns, three picks, 69.7 completion percentage, and a 115 passer rating. Tua's numbers are damn good. Yeah, they are. He's not a runner. The rushing numbers aren't there for Tua. So I just gave you two. I didn't go to Josh Allen or some of the others that we've, you know, we always talk about. So where does Hurt stand for you guys when you take it in totality with the arm and the leg? I, 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 no, go ahead, Mr. Brooks. Uh, I, I'm going to say this. I, I'd say you got to put him in ahead of everybody in the MVP race. And I, yes, I'm being biased because he's my quarterback. But, I mean, I have such a logical way of thinking about this. We're talking about the ultimate weapon. A guy that can beat you any type of way. Um, yes, Patrick Mahomes has been doing it for a long time. He's done it before. He's won a Super Bowl before. He is a great quarterback. But we're talking about the ultimate weapon and a pretty damn good quarterback in Jalen Hurts also. 
He can take a game over mm. at any time, literally at any time. And yes, Patrick can do it also. But he can. But we're talking about a guy that can run, hold the ball, and 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 and, and keep the offense going with his legs. And to me, that's just you know that's just an a, you know that's just something that you know you can't just manufacture anywhere else. His strength in his legs, his ability to make reads, not just in a passing game but also in the run game. That's a dynamic that a lot of quarterbacks don't have. He knows how to, you know, run this offense that they've customized to him. The RPOs and the read options are something that he's mastered that a lot of quarterbacks in the league haven't. You know, even in, in, with the Ravens, you know, and, and Jackson, I don't think he's mastered it like, like you know, Jalen Hurts has mastered it because his reads, um, they took the best defensive player right now, Michael Parsons, and use his athleticism against him. And I've never seen anybody else in the league do that. But they didn't block him on several occasions, options off him, and was able to win the game. He is wrecked shop in every game he's been in, but not in our game. To me, that just goes to show how good <clears throat> Jalen Hurts is in running the offense. All right, Goddard, you want to jump in? <clears throat> I, I I hate to say this, but I agree with everything Barrett just said uh, because what? everything he just said is logical. What's going on here? But the process is illogical in a lot of cases. <laughs> and there's a no, no, no. I'm saying the process to vote on the MVP is illogical in a lot of cases. Right, right, right. And Mahomes, it, it's a popularity contest, like voting for the Pro Bowl in a lot of cases. Now, Jalen Hurts' numbers are impressive in terms of running because that's what he uses his asset, part of his asset for. Patrick Mahomes is a master. I don't think there's anybody better in the league in terms of scrambling to buy time to free up a receiver. And you look at the numbers he's put up now. He has well over 100 more passing attempts um, than Jalen Hurts. And because of the popularity of Mahomes and everybody's wow factor in awe of a Mahomes, just the way they were in awe of Brady all those years, Brady was leading the league in passing and touchdown because he throwed the ball 900,000 times compared to everybody else. Four. How many look at, look at how many did, how many accolades did he get? I think right now, and I said it before, and and and, I'm, and again, I must emphasize, I agree with everything Barrett said. I think right now Mahomes is a clear-cut favorite and, and Jalen is, is second. And it, it based on what Barrett said, the race should be closer than that. And, but I just think because of watching the way the MVP voting is done, I just think Mahomes is their clear-cut favorite, right? Everybody's clear-cut favorite. Right? All right, let, let me hit both of your points. Barrett, everything you laid out about Hurts is right, okay, is absolutely right. But what Derek just mentioned, I think, absolutely plays when it comes to this. Like, it's almost like you're going against the incumbent. Uh, go, even though I don't think he won the MVP last year, right? Mahomes didn't win. No, it. no, no Rogers, uh, Rogers, Rogers won. Well, let me let me ask you this. But, let me let me ask you this though before you you know finish. I'm sorry. Yeah, but is it just me and, and the rest of um, this area looking through our fishbowl? No, uh, no, no. I, no, I don't believe no. that, Barrett. Because if you look at like Vegas odds, and I'll, I'll pull some stuff up in a second. But if yeah. you look at the Vegas odds, he is right there. Right, he may not be the favorite, but he's right there in like top three in almost anything. So that's national. I think that because Mahomes has the rep, and rightfully so. I'm not saying this is a bogus rep. Mahomes is freaking great. Yes, Mahomes yes. has the rep. It it makes it harder to leap him, I think, in some ways. And yeah. 
you know, it's not like there's this big disparity. What does Kansas City have? Two losses compared to the Eagles, one. Right. Like, if KC was struggling the way, like, Tampa is or or something like that, right. then I think – yeah, then I think uh, uh, Jalen has the distinct advantage over Mahomes. But because the records are close, KC has the rep, you know, he and Andy Reid and Kelsey and da, 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 I, I think he's the leader right now. Not to say he can't be beat. But if all things are equal, it's gonna probably going to go to Mahomes if all things are equal. Well, you're talking about a thousand yard, not even a thousand yards, like seven or six hundred yards more passing yardage than um, you know, than than Mahomes has. You know what I'm saying? He has he has six hundred less and he has five less touchdowns. But mm-hmm. then you look at this, Mahomes only has one rushing touchdown, and Hertz has eight rushing touchdowns. Yep. Here's where I think he's hurt too, Barrett. I think Jalen gets hurt because people snobby kind of view of this is only oh what's how many passing touchdowns no who cares how many right. times does that guy get in the end zone right and when you look at Jalen what did I say it's it's uh he has eight touchdowns on, the, on the eight on the ground right so he's got yep. 25 so that uh, that shouldn't be held against him he's no. so Mahomes has 30 no. yeah. Yeah. Mahomes has 30 yeah, he only two, has got, one rushing he has 29 passing though. yeah yep you're so right I, they're I, neck and neck with that I just think that you know the new quarterback, the, the new quarterbacks are, are are starting to be more athletic. So I think people are starting to be more accepting of dual threat quarterbacks, especially over the last seven, eight years. You know what I'm saying? With you know with the guy, but we still need another guy to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's a dual threat. I don't think necessarily Patrick Mahomes isn't a dual threat. He's he's a fringe, he's a fringe quarterback. Because he can run around, but he's not running around to make yardage on his, he's with his legs. He's buying time. He's buying his time. That's a difference in, in in the two distinct quarterbacks, you know. So what do you what do you say Patrick Mahomes is? Is he a dropback quarterback? I'm gonna say yes, he is a dropback quarterback. He's not a dual threat quarterback. Right. But he has enough athletic skill that he can run around there. If you don't get him on the ground, he can definitely beat you with the athletes that they have. Right. And, and you look you look at um, you, 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 Barrett. You're right. He's not the runner that Jalen is, but when you look at how many come from behind drives he's led, he's always had one key play where he's taken off and ran and picked up 15, 20, 25 yards because so many people have dropped back so deep in coverage. He's an extremely smart guy. He picks and chooses his moments to run, you know, Jalen to take off and run the ball 17 times, you know, Mm -hmm. out of necessity, out of necessity, design run plays. There are very few. Fringe, not French. Listen, open your ears. We we. I said a French quarterback. (laughs) Fringe on the outskirts, you know. I say, boy. Well, there there are also other guys like who who you know. Allen's in a discussion, but for me, he turns it over too much in the red zone. But Allen's in 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 these discussions. There's no doubt. Uh, You know, uh, should Tyreek Hill get some consideration? The guy's got 1,200 yards receiving. So does Justin Jefferson. Like, should they be in the – yeah, they should be in these discussions. But I think what hurts Tyreek is he only has three touchdowns. He Uh, has all those yards and only three touchdown catches. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. And and you have guys who are sort of on runs that – like Burrow's on a bit of a run now. You know, he's up to 3,100 passing yards, and his numbers are really starting to come. Like, there are certain guys that are are, – you know, we got a long way to go here. So and this, he's doing this, it without Jamar Chase, also. True, that's a good point. You know, that's a good point. So, yeah, but I just think you know, I think Mahomes is is your front runner, and and Jalen and Tua are jockeying for two and three right now. Yeah, 
Yep. Good point. Well, All right. Is- this well, go ahead, Barry. Get, get your last one, and then we'll get a timeout for. Uh, I'm just for saying, game. like you know, you, you look at the, you know the stream. The streams is on also, you know, because what is Lamar and what is um what is Dak? How do you compare those guys? What is that? Is Dak a Dak's not a runner? He's a drop back quarterback. He's a Dak's drop back. a thrower. Yep. Dak's a thrower. Yeah, he can buy time. He's not a statue, but he's a thrower for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get a timeout. We'll talk some birds. We'll, we'll get the latest on what's happening here with with the CJ Gardner Johnson injury. What they may do. Uh, to replace him, and we'll hit everything with Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy Kepsky from the Village Voice. French quarterback. <laughs> bon ami. All right. All right. We're going to talk. Oui, oui, monsieur. Oui, oui. All right. Uh, Barrett, Derek, Rob, we are Sports Take uh, on the James Wolf YouTube <laughs> Network. Let's do a little pro-action restoration. Yes. Pro-action restoration is the place that you reach out to if your home, your business, a property you may own has any type of issue with water, fire, smoke, mold damage, you name it, they can help you. And the beauty is ProAction Restoration is on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist you. I've gone through it on a Saturday. Sometimes you're not really sure if places can get over there. They got right there and they cleaned it up. They diagnosed the problem. The, the crew was professional, clean. The price was reasonable. ProAction Restoration is licensed, bonded, fully insured, and they've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company also. That is a key. Whether it's water, fire, smoke damage, mold remediation, you name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader, and we're lucky to have him. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh. And go birds. We all.
all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Oh, Barrett's got his uh, his bows. Uh, yeah, you're a bully. You're a bully. Got, she, she, okay. she gave them to her because my, uh, my mom told her. Not for pressure looking, on her. Yeah, okay. your dad's looking for his headphones. So there she you just go. got me that. Mom but gets yeah. it done, man. Right, Mama right, Brooks right. gets it done. Right, so, let's, uh, let's, so, we, so, we, uh, so let's get back to uh, Fry Guy. That's Hurts. Yeah. Hurts since he's a French quarterback. You know, That's Fry right. Guy. That's right. French Fry Guy. French quarterback. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Joining us right now on Twitter at Jimmy Kemsky. He's the Eagles writer for the Philly voice. He's been journalizing since 2013. The one and only Jimmy Kemsky. What's happening, Jim? What's up, Jimmy? Jim, Jim, we're doing good, man. Um, We got to get a better picture. A better picture. You got that pick of when I was like, uh, like. 230 up there. Yeah. There's, There's more like a, to love, Jim. There's more to love. That's it looks like that. a ghost on that picture, man. I, yeah. I do. <laughs> right, yes. Uh, we're going to get ripped up, Jimmy Kemsky, like you are in real life the next time. Next time around. Jim. <laughs> That's right. Um, so we, we got word today, and I, I don't think anybody's surprised. We just didn't know exactly what the extent of this thing looked like with, with C.J. Gardner-Johnson with the injury and, you know, lacerated kidney, possible, you know, rib issue. Jim, your understanding, they're not going to go IR here, uh, which I guess is a positive? I did not know that. I, I, I hadn't seen that. Um, okay. But, yeah, I mean, if they don't go IR, then obviously that's that's a big positive because it means they think he can come back within the next four weeks. If you go on yeah, IR. Yeah, let me be clear, Jim. There's no official word from the Eagles. Okay. That's yeah, just okay. what, what's been out there. That's Okay. All. Yeah, yeah, so if he doesn't go on IR, then he's, you know, he, he uh, they think that he'll be back within the next four weeks. If you go on IR, you have to sit out four games. Mm-hmm. Which for the Eagles would be what the Titans, Giants, Bears, yep. Cowboys, yep. I believe. Yeah, that's an important stretch. Yep. <laughs> like yep. you know, yeah. they need him for those games, and uh, or as many of those of those games that he can play. So yeah, it's, if he doesn't go on IR, then that that's a that's a great sign for the Eagles. Nice. Uh, well, let, let's you know you're you're already down Maddox, and I know um, you know the kind of the pecking order here. Jordan Davis can come off the IR this week. Maddox is next week and Goddard's the following. So Maddox isn't that far away, assuming he's ready to go, you know, when that time comes, but they're pretty shorthanded right now. And I know you, you put out uh, just not all that long ago, maybe some options here. I'll I'll throw the name out there that everybody's talking about. (laughs) Would you, would you revisit Malcolm Jenkins? So I think he's more of, he's closer to a linebacker than he is a safety at this point in his career. Hmm. But you know what? This next stretch of games Tennessee, Giants, Bears, those next three games, I think I think all three of those teams are in the top five in terms of run-pass ratio, being right. run-heavy teams. Adding Malcolm Jenkins against those teams, assuming he's still in football playing shape. I mean, we just saw Linville Joseph and Ndamukong Sue come 
you know, come in and play immediately after being added to the team like three or four days prior. It's not so crazy, in my opinion, that, you know, Malcolm could get himself ready in time to play in some of those games against very run-heavy offenses. I don't think really that's that crazy. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it would make some sense for, for Howie to lob in a call and, you know, see what's up. Yeah, Jimmy, um, I agree with everything you're saying, but what you're getting with Malcolm is, number one, a phenomenal talent, a yeah. very smart individual, but there's that other side of Malcolm because of his platforms that makes people a little bit uncomfortable. And you have a certain culture in that locker room. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if the Eagles want to have that kind of distraction because, you know, Malcolm is going to speak his mind on a lot of platforms and rightfully slow. They don't pertain to football. And I believe the organization wants everybody focused on football. You have, think about it. You don't have a real outspoken person like a Malcolm Jenkins in that locker room. And I think that's by design, the way they constructed mm. this roster. And, you know, we've stood in front of Malcolm's and he has brought brought to light some very, very uh, serious, timely topics about things going on in American society. And, yep. it, you know, and it makes it makes people feel some people feel just a little bit uncomfortable. And for as talented as he is, I don't know if the Eagles are willing to go through that again. Yeah, it's a good point. Like, I think uh, making people uncomfortable with. You know, you know, the things that he has said over the years is a good thing. Uh, but they're 10 and one and maybe they don't want that, that, you know, maybe they don't want anything that could possibly disrupt that. Uh, for I think that's a, I think that's a fair point. Um, so, yeah, I, I hadn't really considered that angle. But uh, but, yeah, certainly uh, I think that does, you know, his his, you know, uh, uh, you know, initiatives outside of football, great as they are. I wonder I wonder, you know, if they would factor that in. Uh, that is, I, I sort of agree that that's that that's a worthwhile point to discuss. Mm -hmm. That's just what that's what uh Degon does, Jimmy. You know, he wants to bring in trouble. Uh, but... <laughs> I mean, no, no, I, not, not trouble. I like to present both sides of the equation. Sure, but yeah, let me ask you this though, Jimmy. Looking at um, you looking at the, the safety situation, are you comfortable with allowing uh Reed Blankenship to be over Kayvon Wallace? I thought that was a huge move by them that he jumped him as far as in the defense. Um, I knew he was going to be on the team, you know, after I, you know, saw him play, especially in that Cleveland game. Yeah. Has he done enough to make you comfortable for the next two and a half, three weeks with having him as, uh, as a player that's going to virtually be a starter in the, in the defense? So I thought he had four standout plays in the game on Sunday night. Three of them were positive. One was pretty negative. First one, of course, was the interception of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Fran Duffy of the Eagles really did a good job of laying out how that how the scheme on that play confused Aaron Rodgers, uh, but also just the play that Blankenship made, where uh, I believe the the receiver was eighty four. I forget the, his name, but as soon as he made a cut, I mean, Blankenship jumped all over that route. He saw that uh, he saw that route coming a mile away, jumped it, made the nice play on the pick. Other play that he made in pass in, in, in coverage was. There's a play, there's play action stuff going on in the in the Packers backfield. They faked it to Jones, then they faked it to a receiver coming across. And they had Christian Watson running from the top of the screen all the way across the field and far down the field, uh, which it was going to be a deep shot. Blankenship was all over that. Aaron Rodgers had to eat it, ate the sack. That was the sack that Josh Sweat had. Mm. And then there was a play uh, against the run where you just see Blankenship break immediately at the snap before any of the others 
Eagles defensive backs or linebackers. Uh, you saw him just break towards the line of scrimmage. He read it before anyone else in the defense. It was the play to the outside uh, to Aaron Jones where he tackled him. I think it was like second and 10 on the play. Wound up being a gain of one and put him in a long third down situation, which eventually led to a punt, I believe. Uh, but that was a great recognition uh, of the play there. So those were three very encouraging plays. The one that worries you from that game was the the Christian Watson touchdown. Yeah, late, the late where, one. Yep. Yeah, where you know you look at you look at what Reed Blankenship is as a player. He's you know he's he he's got good instincts. Um, he has good athletic measurables. Otherwise, but he runs a four five five. He ran a four five five at his pro day at Middle Tennessee State. Christian Watson runs a four three six, and you can see the difference on that play. Right. So. Uh, Blankenship is going to have to adjust to the speed of the NFL because the angle that he took on that play was, you know, it was horrendous, frankly. So, like, you know, he put a, the angle that he took gave him no chance to right. tackle a guy with that kind of speed. So there is going to be an adjustment for him to, you know, he wasn't facing guys at Middle Tennessee State as fast as the ones that he's going to face every Sunday uh, in the NFL. So there's an, there's, there's an adjustment to be made there for him. But I did think he showed more good than bad in that game. Well, I mean, he's going. Everybody took a bad angle on that man. You, yeah, you saw yeah. the speed on that play. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim, uh, d- just from a defensive standpoint, uh, overall, not just Reed, but the, but the entirety of the defense. H- how do you view their performance on Sunday night? <sighs> yeah, I mean, they give up what thirty three points. Some of those were off of turnovers or you know long returns from you know because the special teams put them in a bad position, right? It's actually the first game that they've allowed more than 21 points since week one. So, like, they, they've been pretty impressed. Like, for all the nitpicking that we do about the Eagles' defense, you know, stopping the run, um, you know, allowing teams to convert short third down conversions, um, you know, just these long drives that they've allowed, time of possession, eating drive, particularly against the commanders. For all, like, the nitpicks that we've had, they're, what, ninth? in the NFL in points allowed second, I believe in the NFL in total yards allowed. Uh, I think just when they aren't at their best, they're very aesthetically unpleasing to watch because teams just have these very long drives. Good way to put it. It's like, get off the field already. So I get the frustration with them, but I think overall they've done a good job in this past game. You know, they let some, some big plays down the field. I thought AJ Dillon really gave them problems. The, the big, you know, six foot, 250 pound back. They had to kind of get away from that. The Packers did because they were trailing him most of the way in this game. And he's a similar kind of back to Derrick Henry in that he can run through guys, but he ain't Derrick Henry. So, like when Derrick Henry comes <laughs> here on Sunday, that's going to be like an AJ Dillon, but, you know, 4 4 speed and can really run guys, can really run through guys. So, I think the way that they, that, Dylan was able to run through the Eagles defense at times in that game is concerning for this upcoming matchup on Sunday. Jimmy, why do you think this Eagles, when they go to the four man front, why do you think they have so many problems defending the run? Because it's obvious when they go to the five man front, they're better. But when they go to the four man front, all of a sudden teams adjust automatically and boom and start gashing them. Yeah, you're right, man. Like in that Colts game, I think it's a great example on that first, on that first drive. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor had two long runs. I think it was one was like 20 something yards. The next run was like 28, eight, yeah. eight or eight or nine yards or something like yep. that on the very next play. 
those were against, you know, those four-man fronts. Glendale Joseph was not in the game on either of those plays. And then they kind of committed to those, uh, you know, those odd-man fronts with, with Lindell Joseph, you know, sitting in the middle of the defense uh, for most of the rest of the game. And then when they did go with those four-man fronts, they called a lot of run blitzes. So those were effective when they called run blitzes. But, yeah, yeah when they just go to those four-man fronts and they're not sending – extra guys to stop the run yeah they've been really susceptible to that i don't know if it's an if it's an issue of personnel or if it's just like i think on, on some of the runs uh against the pet there's one run where you just saw sue uh kind of getting cleared to the outside that opened up a big hole i think it's just i think that it, it, the mentality of, of the of the plays on those uh four-man fronts is to you know get upfield and get after the quarterback and i think they've been opposing offensive lines have been able to kind of get those guys uh, out of their gaps and there's just been you know breakdowns sort of on, on that front but yeah certainly they've been way 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 better uh when they have Linval Joseph in the game or you know in those odd man fronts with, with Jordan Davis Linval Joseph whoever it may be then then they've been when they went to those four from those four down fronts but you know to give a uh, just an overall answer on why those I think it's a lot of different reasons but but yeah certainly it's it's a big concern when they when they get into those packages have you heard anything about Davis being activated this game? I haven't heard anything, but I saw him after the game, completely running from the field through the tunnel. And I saw that too. Yeah, to the locker room, <laughs> like he looked okay to me. Like I, he right. was running. I, I don't, you know, I'm no doctor. I don't know what that means, but uh, had a little pep in his step. Yeah, he did have a little pep in his step. It's funny that you saw that too. So yeah, I think that's encouraging. Uh, if he's not back this week, I would imagine. So I think at a minimum, they're go- like t- tomorrow will be the day that they activate his 21 day window to return from injured reserve. I think we'll at a minimum we'll see that tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, whether he actually plays or not. On on Sunday is another story. They don't they won't have to list him on the injury report by the way uh, this week as long as he remains on injured reserve. So that'll be a little annoying, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But I guess by Saturday at four, I think they have to actually make that move to take him off of injury reserve or not. Uh, but yeah, I, I would I would think it's trending toward him playing uh, on Sunday. But we'll see. We saw two game plans on how to stop Henry, and both teams held Henry under eighty yards. You got to make him start and stop. And the teams that had success with him were run blitzing him. You know how okay. much you think that will that happen with with. Uh, with Gannon and his defense, you know, does he have it in him to, to make sure he run blitzes him? Yeah, I mean, that's what they did against the Colts when they weren't in those odd man fronts, like I mentioned a minute ago. Like, when they when they played those four down linemen fronts, they were run blitzing uh, Jonathan Taylor quite a bit. And I think they'll, they'll do a lot of that uh, against Tennessee this week. Tennessee doesn't really have big-time threats at receiver uh, or at tight end. Uh, quarterback is fine. But, yeah, I mean, obviously the, their whole offense – goes through Derrick Henry and uh I mean they'd be foolish you know not to prioritize stopping him so yeah I think you'll see a lot of either those you know those odd man fronts with Linval Joseph anchoring the defense or you'll see a lot of run blitzes with 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 those four down fronts all right Jim is there anything that they can do to improve the special teams like (laughs) like like what I mean I I, look there's so many good things happening here with this team and I I think we're hypercritical in the city for a 10 and one team but this is an issue, and it's an issue every single week. Like, do you have any kind of plan? It's all on you, Jim, okay? Is there any plan <laughs> that they can put in place to, to at least make it serviceable, mediocre even, I'd take? 
I mean, they've had problems in every facet of of uh, special teams this year, whether it's blocked field goal, they they had a punt, you know fake punt converted on them. Their kick and re- their kick return and punt return teams are just wholly non-threatening. <clears throat> if you're an Eagles fan, you're just hoping they don't fumble. You don't care about them getting a fake return at this point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just don't fumble. And then on, um, I think their punt coverage <clears throat> okay. Yeah, their kick coverage teams had been really bad, and they were really an issue on Sunday night against the Packers. Keyshawn Nixon is the Packers punt returner, and he's good. They were taking the ball out of the end zone like six, seven yards yeah. deep. Yeah, because no, they, they were. know it's they know yeah. it's an Eagles flaw, and they know they have a better chance of gobbling up yards on a kick return than they do with their offense, which is crazy when you're talking about an Aaron Rodgers led offense. Usually, you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. You're happy to get the ball at the 25 yard line. Nope. They were taking the ball out from six, seven yards deep. Uh, so, you know, they certainly diagnosed that the Eagles kick coverage teams aren't very good. And I don't know what the answer is. Nick Sirianni was asked about it after the game. And, and you know, he alluded to maybe guys getting out of their lanes uh, on, on kick return. I, I, it's something I was t- actually hoping to take a look at at some point this week. I haven't looked at you know that quite yet. But, uh, you know, special teams, they've been lucky that special teams have not basically led to a loss so far this season. Um, because they've had plenty of, you know, pretty glaring errors happen in almost every game, really. Uh, and it's concerning. You don't want you don't want your season ending in, in the playoffs because of some huge special team play. So hopefully they get they get some kind of fix between now and, and you know the end of the regular season here. Hey Jimmy, you guys have access to Michael Clay once a week, right? Uh, it's sporadic. Okay, sporadic. Uh, so so when you do have access to him, how is he responding to the line of questions about how to fix? What's wrong with the special teams? Yeah, it's usually a lot of vagaries on that. <laughs> he said this week it was missed tackles. Just an yeah. FYI, he said that today. It yeah. was more than missed tackles, dude. Come on, I mean, yeah. don't, don't shoot the messenger gunner. I'm just telling I know, you brother, but yeah. there was gaping holes on, yes. on their kickoff coverage. Yeah, it certainly wasn't just missed tackles. I'm with you there. Um, but yeah, it's it's he's he's typically vague on on, and I think there's some maybe competitive advantage to not giving away too much on on that front. But uh, yeah, I think I think the problem is that there aren't really any great answers uh, potentially because I mean if they had them, we'd see the corrections by now. We're in what week thirteen? Yep. So like it's been an issue all year, and there still aren't any answers yet. Uh, it's uh, very concerning that that we're you know now three plus months into the season, and then we and we don't have those answers yet. Jim, on the positive side, and there's a lot of positives for sure. Yep. Um, you know, they, uh, you know, historical running night for sure. Um, offense in general, uh, are, do you, they certainly can go to that club in their bag, it seems like, when they need it, and they can just punish some teams with the running game. Are, are you at all concerned about the passing game of late? That if, it, it feels like it's falling off a little bit. I, I don't think it's panic time, but are, are you concerned at all? Uh yeah, it's tough to it's tough to know exactly how hurt AJ Brown was over right. the last three four games. He had the foot issue. He wasn't on the injury report really this past week, other than his illness. Um, so yeah, I mean, when, once you get back him to once you get him back to you know full strength, I think that he and when you get Goddard back, I think Goddard being gone has has certainly affected their passing game as well because now you're going from Brown, uh, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard as your one two three to you know Brown Smith. And probably will cause Watkins is your number three option in the passing game. Now he's he's come through uh, the, these past two games with touchdown receptions in each of the last two games. So yeah, he's picked up some slack. Uh, 
But, you know, the, the loss of Goddard hurts a lot in that regard. They like to go to him on third down for sure. Uh, the, who knows, like I said, you know, how hurt A.J. Brown was over that span. Uh, I think the passing game is going to be fine. They have a great offensive line. They can run block. They can pass protect. And those three guys, you know, I put them up against pretty much any other team in the NFL, Dolphins aside, as, as far as, like, the top three options in the passing game. And Jalen Hurts is making great decisions. What does he have, three picks this season? Yep. Uh, so they're not making mistakes uh, through the air, which which is a big deal. Uh, the yardage totals haven't been super high, but they also haven't turned it over through the air for the most part uh, on the season anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I think the passing offense will be fine. And, and when you get that off, when you get that, the, the way that the run game is going right now, you're going to be seeing teams selling out to stop that. And I think that's going to open up more opportunities in the passing game going forward. Hey, Jimmy, the neglect uh, of the tight end in the absence of Goddard has been really eye-opening. Outside of Calcaterra, you know, the other tight ends have been with this organization at least two years. Yeah. And I'm surprised how they have not been able to uh, identify the strengths of these guys to get them more implemented in the offense when you consider only two passes thrown to the tight end in the last two games. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack Stoll is more of a blocking tight end than uh, than a receiving one. Obviously, um, I, I I don't I don't really see that as a as a problem necessarily because I wouldn't force <clears throat> to get a guy like Stoll or Tyree Jackson or Calcaterra when I do have AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and Quez Watkins, and just better players <laughs> in the passing game. <laughs> than those guys, I think that Dallas Goddard is just a special player that you you want to make sure you get him the ball. And you, you want to make sure that he is one of your top two receivers, you know, game in, game out. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily think that um, it's a bad thing that they're not going to Jack Stoll. In fact, if they were consistently going to him, I'd kind of question um, why. <laughs> yeah, because he's just, not, he's just not as anywhere near as talented as Dallas Goddard in the passing game. But, yeah, I do think that, you know, looking at the offseason coming up, it would it would make some sense for them to to take a tight end that can be a little bit more of a dual threat as opposed to a guy like Stoll who can only you know block or Calcaterra who can only <clears throat> be a receiver and is a is a liability as a blocker. Right. Uh, I do think that is an off season need to get a second guy in there that that can pick up the slack if Goddard goes down or when you want to run two tight end sets. Uh, but for now, they're just going to have to survive with those guys until he comes back. Mm. Jim, are we are we overly critical or is it? keeping one eye out for the big picture. In other words, is it just, my God, enjoy the ride, man. They're 10 and one. Nobody else is 10 and one. Or, yes. is it, or I agree with you, Barrett. I'm with you. I'm with you. But let me, let me just throw the alternative. Yeah. Is it, you, you're not a prisoner of the moment. You also say, Hey, I, you know, I know down the line, this could bite them. Like how much of it, of the, I, I would say over analysis is that versus just dude, enjoy it, man. This is a fun ride. Yeah. The Sixers, for the 15th year in a row, lost in the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> the Phillies went to the World Series, and, yeah, I mean, great run and all, but they didn't close it out. The, the uh, people that care about the, the soccer, the union, went to the finals, whatever they lost. Mm-hmm. So, I think, you know. Sounds like you're a huge union fan. I can hear, <laughs> I can hear the, the, the affection in your voice. Yeah. So, I think, like, the Philadelphia fan base is just – you know, they want someone to win it all. So like thank, thank you, Jimmy. Thank yeah. you. It's been since twenty seventeen that that you know the Philadelphia uh, Philadelphia has had a, a championship team. And um, you know, right now they're winning and it's great. And I think people are just looking for ways the team can lose in the playoffs. 
and they're nitpicking the run game or uh, special teams. And they're all certainly valid nitpicks. And, you know, I think that they, they know they have a winner on their hands here. Clearly, they're going to the playoffs. So there's no playoff race to really watch at this point other than what, what is their seed going to be? Are they going to be the ones, you know, they're going to close out the NFC East. And it's more just like what can go wrong from here on out as opposed to what can go right. <laughs> until yeah. we get to the playoffs. So I think that's kind of the uh the, the, the mood of the fan base right now. That's fair. Love it, man. Love that's it, man. That's love it. I, I love thank, it. Thank you, Jimmy. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy, listen, man, keep up the great work. Uh follow Jimmy at Jimmy Kemsky on Twitter. And of course, uh the Phillyvoice.com is where you can follow Jimmy's work. And he's got a piece out that he dropped about uh 56 minutes ago. Just you know, what is available for the Eagles at safety and uh, a little earlier, he did his power rankings as well. Jim, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for a couple minutes. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thank you, Jim. Take care. Appreciate Jimmy Kapsky. Interesting points there. You know, Jimmy uh, always brings a, an interesting perspective, that's for sure, uh, when it comes to this uh, this football team. You want to say something, Gunnar? I'm sorry. Do you want to jump in? No, I know. But now that you opened the forum, I just yes. want to uh, defend myself because I know both of you put me in the category of being too critical at times. But I just look at it like this. At this stage of a season, team forms certain habits. Habits are already ingrained that you're not going to get out of. And I just see a few things that could come back and possibly bite this team later. You're right when you say, you know what, enjoy the ride. But I think, and I'm not saying you two, because we look at things at a different perspective. But when from a fan base, they get so hyped. If something goes wrong, it's like crash and burn. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's Yeah, enjoy the ride, but look at it realistically, too. Because what we've talked about is consistently this football season since week five or six is there's so much parity across the league. We've seen so many th crazy things happen across the league every week. We sit here and talk about, I didn't see this coming. I, I didn't see that coming. And I'm with and I'm there. I didn't see certain things. I'm just saying there's a possibility. You have to be cautious about looking at certain things going forward, especially when the games become more meaningful. I think I think there's a, a real I, this is I don't mean this from an organizational standpoint. They have right. to be looking ahead and looking at they have to sure, take a, their sure. approach. But I mean from a fan perspective, I think there's a fine line. I would just hate for I don't know. Let's say the Eagles like Jimmy Jimmy just sort of did it sort of as a throwaway. Uh the Phillies had a great run, but they didn't finish it. And I don't this is not a knock on Jimmy, but that was a great run, man. Like if you didn't have fun during that Phillies run and smell the roses while that was going on. You really missed something cool. I don't want fans to miss this run that they're on and underappreciate how hard it is to do what the Eagles are doing right, right now right. while doing the oh my god, the special teams could bite us in the ass in the playoffs. I like there's a there's a there's a line there, I think, that, that you can but I, but I think here's the difference, Rob. When you look at what the Phillies did, mm -hmm. they weren't the favorites. To beat Atlanta. They weren't the they weren't the favorites to beat anybody. No, it was it was okay. a pleasant sort of Surprise. Yeah. And then yeah. when they got against Houston, Houston was a clear cut favorite to win it all. But the realization was, and which really made me proud of Philadelphia fan base is instead of looking. For you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. For excuses and trashing Houston, when I looked at the streams, both in our chats and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, people applauded Houston yep. because they realized Houston had the superior pitching. Houston had been there consistently how many years in a row? And they stood up and said, you know what? It was a great run. But when you look at the Eagles, and you're right, there's no question, because you only get to play once a week, it is so hard to be emotionally, mentally, and physically up every week. But we said, they're the best record in the league. Nobody can stop us. You have to see, there's a different level. It's a little bit different level in terms of the adrenaline rush. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, we crossed our fingers and hoped and, and prayed that the Phillies would get in the playoffs. When you think it came down to the second last game of the season to hold off Milwaukee to get that final spot in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they got hot and took off pitching. All the pitchers we wanted gone started pitching like, you know, like they were Nolan Ryan. We're like, what the heck's going on here? Right. They knocked off three opponents in the next St. Louis, Atlanta, San Diego. And we said, they have the better pitching staffs. You know, they, they can now hit the Phillies. You know, Atlanta was the defending world champions. They took them all down. You know, so it wasn't much as much of a letdown when they lost to Houston as this could possibly be. I agree with you. I, uh, I agree with you. Go ahead, yeah, I, I I don't like all the pessimistic attitudes that I see, man. I mean, because I'm not being pessimistic. Well, then, I'm then are realistic. Then, all right, realistic. Then, if you want to be realistic, we got to go player for player. You look at player for player. I agree. This is a dominant Eagles team. I didn't say more it dominant wasn't. than even the Dallas Cowboys. More dominant than even. You didn't the, hear me the, say that the, the 49ers. I mean, I'm, I'm not just talking about you. I'm just talking about people in general. I, and I won't disagree with anything you say. I, I mean, I, I'm looking at player for player, you know, quarterback for quarterback, 
receiver for receiver, DBs for DBs, D-line for D-line. I, I, I think we are pretty damn good. We measure up with everybody in the league. If not, if, 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 not, if, not, if I not know, but I do know that they are better than 95% of the teams in the I NFL. I agree with you 100%. 95%. Does a better team always win in football? No, that's, and that's, that's the all only I'm saying. thing. That's, that's the all only I'm thing saying. right there. That's the only thing right there. I mean, yes. You, we, if we played Kansas City, if we played Kansas City, all things being equal, I think that we have a better shot of beating them than them beating us. Okay. And you play Kansas City 10 times. You said they'd be, win six out of 10? I would say they would win seven to eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. and the reason, and the reason that's why, where I disagree with you. The reason why I say that, because we have a running game, and we can keep the time right. of possession yep. and keep Mahomes' ass off the field. Good point. We would yep. beat them. That's what I'm saying. Their offense is good. Yes, they're good. But I put my DBs up against anybody in the country. I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Not, they, not don't have, they don't I have. They don't have. They don't have the cheetah anymore. I now we have a you. problem going against Kelsey, but we'll know we know how to play Kelsey now. We have guys like Kazir White that can run with Kelsey. To me, so to me, I don't like I don't like the you know I don't like people saying that this is a second tier. We're second tier to nobody. Who said it? Who said, you didn't hear me say that? Just from the way people are talking. I agree, Barrett. I think there. people are we're like we're looking at it's kind of like what you see with the defense like instead of looking at the points they're giving up per game and, and some of the circumstances around people want to just crush the defense but even if you even if you say the points were given up for a game this is the first time somebody scored over 30 no, points on us since the first game yeah, listen you know me you know where i'm at with this right, right. i'm on the front line defending it but i i agree with you i think in general we're Perhaps because of the great start, we're, we're, right. we're coming in real hard on this team, and 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 that's okay. I mean, look, the, you you hold them to a high standard, but I also don't, you know, appreciate the wins, man. You know, I, I'm right. trying to this you know, dude, this dude them red, them reds. I shouldn't even acknowledge him. Cracks me up. Why does D Gun hate the Eagles? Hot take: D Gun says Eagles lose out. Okay, you got your acknowledgement. Let's move on. Okay, because I didn't <laughs> say any of those things. All right, you got what you wanted. You got me to acknowledge you. Okay, good for you. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's move on. Let's come back. Uh, two o'clock. We're going to dig into the NFL. We're going to do a little buy sell in the NFL. Uh, we're going to look at how the first rounders. Thank you, Embrace. I knew you were, but I just had to acknowledge it. Uh, yeah. We're going to, we're going to look at how some of the first rounders are doing uh, an update on Aaron Rodgers as well when we get back health-wise. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Mike White, all kinds of stuff in store for hey, you. Barry, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> and also, when we come back, um, Sixers win. Joel Embiid comes back. Ooh. We'll give you a little Team USA, Iran, World Cup, uh, Flyers. Ben Simmons has a boo-boo. Uh, we'll get into all that kind of stuff. <laughs> boo-boo. Don't go, go anywhere. Boo-boo. That's what he yes. needs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Somebody, somebody should kick him in this boo-boo. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, I want to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So ask yourself the question. Look out in the yard. Look on your property, your front lawn, whatever the case may be. If you have any kind of problems, they're just a quick phone call away. They're experts at trimming all types of trees, and they service southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Keep in mind, we're also in that time of year where we get the nasty winds, some bad weather, 
it's a good time to get your trees evaluated before something, you know, potentially dangerous or bad could happen. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848 or online at flynntreeservices.com. That's flynntreeservices.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader, and we're lucky to have him. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh. And go birds. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. everybody thanks for hanging out with us we are sports day jacob sports youtube network on this wednesday hey a little later in the week we're gonna have teron davenport join us get a little go behind enemy lines with with uh teron who does uh, an amazing job covering the titans for espn.com so looking forward to uh to hanging out with him for a little bit all right uh we'll get back to the nfl in one second guys but let's hit a couple things here the sixers win last night good to see joel and be back um comes back scores 30 Eight rebounds, seven assists. He was 12 of 13 from the free throw line. 
couple of blocks, a couple of steals, I think scored the final 11 points for the Sixers. I will tell you this, the biggest play he made of the night was a defensive play. So I think the Sixers were up one and Trey Young has got the ball at the top of the key and he drives to the hoop. And I couldn't tell if he was going to go with one of his patented floaters, but he threw a lob for John Collins and Embiid got up and tipped it away, made a really good defensive play. And the Sixers get the ball, get fouled, you know, go up three, whatever. They end up winning the game. But I will say for considering he missed it in, you know, a little bit of time, I thought his conditioning was pretty decent last night. Yeah, it was. And I'll ask you the question again. I asked you guys in our show meeting, is it possible that Doc Rivers is a better coach, a better strategist when he's shorthanded compared to when he has this big three on the court? Because <laughs> uh, think about how many times they've had to play top-notch talent, Milwaukee and a few other teams, and they won the games. Mm-hmm. We didn't think they were going to win those games. They beat Atlanta last night. We talked about it yesterday. Atlanta's a good team, yeah. and they're going to be down with key players. It's going to be tough. They win the game. They win games. They win more games without the big three than they than with the big three. Big three, mm-hmm. and it seems that Doc does a better job of integrating players in and out at strategic times when he's missing personnel, which is crazy. I think that's a really thought provoking point. Honestly, uh, there's no hierarchy. You're right. I think he is doing a better job, Derek, with these guys. I do. I don't think they were prepared to start the season, but I think that. that he has done a good job sort of moving the chess pieces around and getting the most out of these guys. Credit to, you know, the Shake Milton's of the world. And those guys have really stepped their games up. And hopefully mm-hmm. that'll pay off for him, you know, as a as a real consistent bench piece for them. But you're right. Maybe that's just kind of where things are now. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't maybe the pieces don't fit as well in his mind or I don't whatever. Uh but, I don't, it's weird, man. It is weird. Well, you, I mean, you got a guy like Shake. Shake has always been a contributor the past th- not, now three years when given the opportunity. He's not going to be a guy, you know, you say you pencil him as an everyday starter, but he deserves to have quality minutes throughout the season. And he started out this year not even getting any minutes. So now you put him in a position where, all right, let me show you what I can do. And he's out there performing. Mm-hmm. Um, we know he's a scorer. That's all he is, a scorer. You know what I'm saying? He can light it up, man. And he's got that old man game, so it's not the flashy game that everybody wants to see. But it's, it's production. Old man game. <laughs> it's production. You know what I'm saying? He produces, bro. And mm-hmm. I, I, I love that about Shake, man. But when you look at you look at this roster, they just play a little bit faster than we saw earlier in the season, yeah. man. Yeah, they play a lot faster than they played, man. I think that's a that's a huge huge um, thing that you know Doc needs to really look and see and make sure they stay at that level, you know, keep yeah. going, you know, keep pushing it. Uh, it. Look, I think it's fair. Um, and you're right. It's not like they've just beaten the Orlando's. They beat Brooklyn. I know Brooklyn's flawed, but they beat Brooklyn. They beat Atlanta. They beat uh, Milwaukee. I know, you know, Joel was playing that game, but still, I mean, that's, that's impressive considering what they, what they've been missing. Yeah, I, I actually do. I think they've done a really good job and I, and I give them credit. You know, they, they've held the fort and then some, with these guys out, you're going to have hard back pretty soon. Maxi, it'll be a little while longer, but you're going to have, you know, you've done a nice job during the stretch. So I give the Sixers a lot of credit. And that was a nice win um, last night over a good Atlanta team for sure. Um, I saw this Ben Simmons left the game last night uh, for Brooklyn with that, that, that same knee that seems to always be bothering him now. But what that, bothered that me, Jake knee, that Jack leg knee. I'm reading Jock Vaughn. Who's the coach. He took over for uh, Steve Nash, the Brooklyn's coach now. And he's like, 
Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, you know, he's, he's ramping things up. He hasn't played in a long time. You know, it's just maintenance. Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Like, I, I don't know. I, I see this stuff and I'm like, what are you going to do? He's making like $40 million a year. You're going to get out there and play, even if you're not completely comfortable. I just, I, I see this stuff. And, and the NBA is probably the worst. Guy, there are so many games missed now for not real legitimate reasons. It, it's it's troublesome, man. But I guess it is what it is. You just have to accept mm. it. It's kind of the way the league's gone. Um, nonetheless, um, Flyers playing uh, tonight against the Islanders, who are really good. The Flyers have lost 10 straight. And Tortorella basically was just like skating them yesterday, um, you know, and, and, and try to either punish them or get them in shape. I don't know which, <laughs> but not not great, man. But we'll, we'll, it's going to continue that way. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say at this point about the Flyers other than it's it's. Uh, it's I tried. I it's tried. Ugly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried. You. I tried to be positive when they, they I, I tried. Now my heart is cracked. I, I can't. I can't. You're not sleeping at night. I can't defend them anymore. I just Poor guy. I've watched them a couple games. I can't even watch them now. I can't even watch them play. Uh, yeah. Even when they tie a game up, I'm thinking eh, it's only a matter of time before they fall behind. You know, and sure enough, what are they? Ten? They've lost what ten in a row now. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna get, and it's gonna get much worse. You know, you you mentioned yesterday the schedule they have coming up. Do you see them winning one of those games? No, no. I'd be surprised if they're not they they don't lose at least the next five somewhere around there. It's oh jeez. I um you know I, I'm I'm there when they're going over the pre and post game show for um Oof. you know for for the Flyers and I'm God sitting there and I'm talking to Morgani and I ask him you know he he comes in you know he calls me Iron Man because you know every day before the show I go iron my clothes before the you show. You are a world class ironer. Yes, yes so I iron at the at the at the stadium at the um in our in our offices I iron my stuff so yeah. I'd ask him, "Hey man, how you? How they looking today?" <laughs> he, 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 he said, "Barrett, aren't you tired of me saying the same thing over and over again?" I'm like, "What do you mean they're yeah. gonna win? Of course they're not gonna win. What do you want me to do?" I'm like, "Well, maybe you go and give them a, you know, a, a Hall of Fame speech. They need more than a Hall of Fame speech." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this could take way more than some win one for the Gipper, man. <laughs> With this team, <laughs> that's funny. Al, typical Al. That is yeah. so Al, man. They, they yeah, just, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, Actually, one time he just laughed <laughs> and walked away. He just laughed, walked away. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So a couple other odds and ends here. Carl uh, Anthony Towns uh, will miss four to six weeks. He got a right calf strain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he underwent imaging. Uh, got hurt in their in their last game, and he's out for uh, for a period of time. It's a shame. You know, he's a uh, He's one hell of a player, man. So, but I, I, they were fearing it was going to be worse. So, uh, kind of is what it is uh, at this at this point. So, the Cowboys say that they're unfazed um, about Odell Beckham Jr.'s plane incident, whatever whatever it was. I, I, I have no idea at this point. Um, it just feels like that's about to happen. There's a lot being floated around that he may go back to the Giants. I, I just it just doesn't feel as likely for me that there's a reunion there. It feels like it's going to be the Cowboys. Well, we want mm. that type of turmoil and, and, and unsettledness going into that locker room. He getting yeah. thrown off planes. He's going to get thrown out of a lot of other places also. So something that, you know, just like you just, you just don't want that, that not even say he's going to come in and make a, a bad impression, but it, it'll be an impression, you know, either way it goes. It'll be yeah. whatever is positive, negative. 
it'll be a pressure that might throw off the balance of that locker room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now they're playing at a high level, a high, high level on the defensive side of the ball. So I don't necessarily know what on the offensive side of the ball. They're going to keep running the rock. So it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't bode well for him going there and when they're not going to be really throwing it anyways. But okay, maybe he wants to do that. Uh, a couple, know. a couple little odds and ends. So Tiger Woods um, was talking to reporters at the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas. He said he had two additional surgeries this past year. Oh, mm. and he said that when he had the the car accident, he was told it was fifty fifty that they would have to amputate that right yep. leg. Yep. Mm. Uh, spent three weeks in the hospital, three more months in bed after the wreck. Uh, he began to suffer from plantar fasciitis that causes inflammation in the heel, ramping up the play, you know, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So he's not going to be able to play in that, but he wouldn't get specific on what the surgeries were. He just have to, I know how much he loves golf, man, but you just wonder at what point he's like, do I want to keep getting surgeries here, man? And, and doing this to myself? I, I don't know. What did he play in nine tournaments this year? And he made, Boatloads of money. I'm not. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. I know. You're right. And, and but when you think about you know the devastation of that injury, and he almost lost a leg, and even if they did repair the leg, think about how much walking you do over four days in a golf tournament. Um, it takes its toll eventually. And he's still what? He's in his what? Late forties, mid forties. He's forty six. Yeah. Okay, so he's still a young man, but his body's old now because of all the the trauma his body's been through. And you wonder how much longer. Can he do this? I mean, he's a great ambassador for the game. And let's face it, even though he hasn't won a tournament since who knows when, he is still the marquee draw for an event, you know, when it goes a PGA event. So he's more of an ambassador to ambassador to the game now than he is a dominant player like he used to be. But at some point, it becomes mind over matter in terms of how much longer can you put your body through this man without it, it affecting your long-term health? Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see the way that shakes he, out. He doesn't need the money. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. He's that, got a $15 million bonus. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he, I think he's good. Um, all right. So lastly, we have the game uh, a little later today. We have team USA against Iran in the world cup. Basically us needs to win to advance uh, or they cannot win the world cup. Uh, and it's a, it's a huge game. You know, you, you you wish they had taken care of business against Wales. That's the game they should have won. They did a really good job uh, tying England to get to this point. But you got to take this one today. And Iran's played better than I think a lot of people anticipated. Mm-hmm. But this is a big game for USA soccer as a as a brand, as a, you know, whatever you want to call it. Because they should be further along than they are at this point. You know, the women surpassed them a long time ago. And it's a, it's a biggie. This one's a biggie for them today. Should be so. So if they lose this one, they're done. They can't win the World Cup. I don't know if they would okay. play any kind of consolations. Okay. Or I, I I don't pretend to know enough. I'm giving okay. you kind of like the okay. <laughs> like the cursory bottom line stuff. But that's yeah, sort of where it's at mm. uh, for them today. So let me ask you this: If you in a perfect world, if you had an opportunity to go to the World Cup over in what what is it? Cutter. 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 And you you knew that there's no alcoholic beverages being served in the state. Would you still go? Yeah, yeah, I would still go. Would you? I, I, yeah, I would go. I, you, you wouldn't get me to go to Cutter. Period. No, no, no. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Too many weird things can go on in, in some of these foreign countries. No disrespect to anybody, okay? but I, I don't want to. I don't want to end up being Brittany Grinder, man. Okay, I just right, don't right. want that to happen. But um, I, yeah, I don't like. I'm actually not one, Derek, who generally 
I, I like just watching games. Like I don't, right, I don't want to be, right. you know, I don't want to not remember the game because I had too much to drink. I got to go into the right, bathroom right. every two seconds. It's right. not really my thing. I'm not, right. dude, do whatever you like. I don't care. It's not a judgment. It's just not really my scene. You know, have, having uh, uh, on a more somber note pertaining to the World Cup, I just saw the story this morning that was on CNN where official, officials of the country of Qatar confirmed that there were between five and 600 deaths related to people helping to construct a lot of the, the venues, and most of them were heat related. Jeez. And there could be, and I guess these were all migrant workers brought in from other countries to help. Um, and I'm thinking, how does that happen? How do you allow that to happen? You know, it's a very extremely hot, humid country. How do you allow that to happen, man? I, it's all, it's unacceptable. Uh, oh my goodness. Like that, that is a, you know, that's not, oh my gosh, there was a tragedy and one guy fell off a scaffold. Right. That, that's right. a lot of people, man. That's a and lot. That, and who's supervising this? Exactly. That, that these poor people are having heat strokes and, 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 you know, just, it's awful. It's unacceptable. How do you justify that? Six up over 600. Yeah. That's, is that what the count is now? Over four to 600? five is the number they're, they're estimating. Okay. Four to five. Okay. They don't have the exact number. And um, I believe and, something says something about there's a possibility it could have been like 6,500 people who were injured. Jeez. Or 6,500 6, people? Awful. Well, the problem is you're trying to put these this infrastructure in in a very short period of time and at all costs because you know how much money it's going to take in for the country. Right. So it's like the the people's health is secondary to, you know, the to the green, as always. It's always the way it is. And they still don't get it right. I mean, you look at what happened in uh, what was it, Brazil? A lot of the venues weren't even finished with the the Olympic Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Russia. I believe China China built in a China built a, in a completely new town mm-hmm. to house athletes, and now it's a ghost town. They thought the, the thinking was when the Olympics were over, multitudes of people would move to this new town with all these apartments and stuff. And the town's a ghost town; it just sits there. They just put all these millions of dollars into building this infrastructure, but it's not being utilized. And you have so many people that are homeless, you know, and desolate. And I'm thinking. How are they not utilizing this better? Yeah. I don't get it. I, just... I don't either. Be- because someone can't make money off of it in that case. Exactly. Yeah. If you can't exactly. monetize it, screw people. You know, yeah, unfortunately. That's true. And, say and, that, it. and that's the thought process for uh, for a lot of folks. But, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. – uh, I saw that too, Derek. That number is is frightening, man. It really is. <laughs> it's frightening. My goodness. And it's – you know, they, they tried to put in, you know, all the – like eight stadiums, uh, 17 non-competition venues – uh, a rail line, like yeah, you yeah. know, uh, man. And, and, and Adam ex, Adam's exploits is right. Um, the story also came down about Cutter about how they they basically duped the governing bodies of the World Cup to get it because initially they agreed to comply with the the uh, uh, alcohol companies that were involved because they're such big sponsors of the World Cup that they would comply and allow people to have uh, alcoholic beverages in the stands. And they waited like two or three days before the World Cup started to announce we're not allowing it because obviously it's too late to change a venue now. Well, and you have sponsors like Budweiser. Yes. And yes. Just to name one who are hell bent on this. I mean, they're, yes. they're angry. That's big it. money for That's big money for and promotion. Think about all the promotion money they lost on this thing. Yeah, exactly. But they yeah. can't have any liquor served while during the game inside the. That's no. crazy. Inside no. the venue, yeah. No. no, I know, I know. I mean, you see that 
I understand it. Like you see it in college settings, like college games. It's there's certain. I understand that you have a lot of underage kids and all that. But like, you know, what are we doing here? These are adults if, who come a long way if, to watch this. But if you're a strict country, um, and your 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 country guidelines have pertained to limitations on alcohol, stick to your guns. Yes. Don't don't taint the process when you put your bid in to get this thing. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, decide, no, no, we're not, we're not allowing this. What do yeah. you mean you're not allowing this? You knew that all along. You were just playing everybody. Yeah, you got all these venues that have been set up over there. You know, a big one of the biggest sponsors of the World Cup has already moved X amount of people in that direction mm-hmm. and put so many resources in. And you're telling them now they're stagnant? Yeah. It, yeah. Sure. Weak. It is. It is weak. All right. Let's, um, let's come back and talk a little NFL. A couple things we're going to dive into. Last night's game between the uh, the Steelers and the Colts, some interesting clock management by the new coach in Indianapolis. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Mike White, Aaron Rodgers update. Is Kenny Pickett the guy? Uh, we'll go through some NFL first-rounders, see how they're doing this year, and buy-sell playoff edition. Mm. We'll do all of that. When we come back, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, I want to talk about uh, Razor technology, and in particular, disaster recovery. So the middle of an emergency is the wrong time to wonder who is in charge and how to respond. Restoring malfunctioning systems, rebooting complex servers, reconfiguring applications, bringing backups online, and reauthorizing users all takes time. And the longer it takes, the more damage that a business is exposed to. Razor Technology helps growing businesses develop a disaster recovery plan that protects all their essential data. Razor ensures that all your critical systems are backed up and that the backups are regularly checked to ensure that they can be deployed at a moment's notice. Depend on Razor Technology, your trusted IT managed service provider, to save time and money on your IT and cloud services. Find out if your business is built to recover from a data disaster by calling Razor Technology today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. 
Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. everybody happy happy tuesday one and all we are sports day jacob sports youtube network hope you're doing well out there all right so um let's hit a couple things guys nfl wise let's start with last night the steelers beat the colts on the road um you know and i'm i'm essentially in like evaluation mode when i watch the steelers just to see what kenny pickett's able to do i thought he had some really nice moments and some other Mm -hmm. throws that have to be made that he missed on there was one in the end zone in particular uh that he just didn't get there but I guess I know I, I'm curious where you guys are. I'm I'm not sure yet. Like, I, and I know that's probably not fair to him because he hasn't played a ton of NFL games, but he hasn't popped enough for me to say yeah, and he hasn't looked bad enough for me to say no way. I'm I'm sort of I'm still in wait and see mode with him. I am also. I I, I think he still has a lot to go as far as learning a game and and really being efficient at running the offense and using, you know, everything that, you know, that he has given to him right now. You know, I mean, he has a really good tight end, really good running game, and he has two really good wide receivers. And when I look at that roster, defensively, they're still one of the top defenses um, in the league because they got their guy back Mm -hmm. once they got Watt back. Yeah, Watt Watt changes a lot for sure. So – offensively, I think they should be able to go out there and do a lot more than what they've been doing. You know, anytime you got, you know, George Pickens, him and George Pickens are, are playing at a high level. Yep. Pickett to, to Pickens is going to be a, a combination that should last for a long time. Should. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, he has, you know, Deontay Johnson, man, he's he's one of the top tier receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. He got one of the top tier running backs and Najee Harris in the league. So, there is going to be a learning curve and the learning curve he has, I think it's going to be a lot. I think it'll be a lot smaller than, than, um, than necessarily what you see up in, in, in with the jets right now. I think he's oh, far greater than Wilson. Yeah. Way better and, than Wilson. and and he, the advantage he had Barrett, he was in college. I think, I think he was on, he was in there for six years at Pitt. He redshirted and COVID and all that. He came in as, as more of a grown up. Zach Wilson was like 21 or whatever he was like this guy's right, way right. more advanced maturity wise. You know, I don't think nobody questions Kenny Pickett's work ethic. It's just, can, is he good enough? Going to be good enough to be able to play? 
Right, right, right. I think his limitation in terms of reps uh, shows at times, but I think he's shown a few flashes where he's starting to get it. You know, that that pass he threw in the rollout for the two-point conversion to put him up 24-17 in a small window Mm -hmm. was a great throw for an inexperienced quarterback. Um, I think it's going to come down to to more reps. And Mm -hmm. since the season is his, as long as he stays healthy, he will only improve from there. But it's way too early to determine if he is the true Mm -hmm. successor to Ben, Ben Roethlisberger right now. But I think he has the intangibles to be a good quarterback in the National Football League. You know, there's, there's two things the Steelers always seem to do well, which is find receivers and to find linebackers. You know, in all the years I covered that team, they've always found receivers and linebackers were their two biggest fortes, and they've, they've done it again yeah. with the linebackers, you know, when T.J. Watt is healthy and the receiving crew that they have now, even though they got rid of Claypool and sent him to Chicago, they still have some good talent in that receiving core. Mm-hmm. I think it's a matter of reps and still getting on the same page between Pickett and, and you know George Pickens and and uh, Deontay and, and things like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, it was an interesting game, and I, I know. Look, it, let's let's be real. This wasn't a thriller. Okay. If, if you stuck with it, you're a you're an NFL fan. Um, but the Colts had the opportunity to tie it as, as they're driving down the field, and wasted what amounted to about to be about forty three seconds, guys. With yeah. three timeouts, yeah. three, not one, three, um, you know, and ended up not even getting a, a shot at the end zone. And so Matt Ryan scrambles with 59 seconds left, sets up a third and three. Yep. They don't call a timeout. They lost 25 seconds there. Then right. they rush to hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor in that situation, you know, and that gets stuffed and then they don't get it on fourth down. It was horrible play calling and and clock management by Saturday by that Parks Frazier who's the offensive coordinator I actually mm-hmm. honestly thought Matt Ryan was just going to call a timeout because he's been in that situation a million times as a player on he his own yeah yeah it, it looked like a guy who who was in the ESPN booth a month ago that's what it looked like yeah I'm surprised uh Matt didn't take more control of that game and obviously you know with a new coach you you don't want to buck the system but he could have easily covered up for what the head coach did not do. You still had three timeouts at a crucial point in the game, and you misuse them. And then you throw a desperation pass in your last play of the game, which you very easily could have still worked your way down the field with the striking distance and made the made the distance of trying to score that, that tying touchdown a lot shorter. So that's on that's on the head coach and the the wonder the wonder kid and the analytics play caller. <laughs> He says with no bitterness. Yeah, nope. I, 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 you know, it was bad. And I'm, I'm, I could care less if the Colts win or lose. And I'm screaming, you know, as I'm watching it, like, what are you doing? Call the timeout anyway. Exactly. Um, talking to? I mean, you could tell that there's no line in a communication between him and a lot of systems that are going along on the field. And those are little idiosyncrasies that being a head coach, you have to be aware of. I mean, even Nick Sirianni for the first couple of games his rookie year didn't have that that you know those things kind of covered you know what I'm saying that's why yeah we didn't we didn't get mad when he passed over um the play calling to another coach because he felt as though he was not necessarily overwhelmed but he saw that he could help in other places in you know within the team to help the offense 
And plus, he has a lot of trust in his uh, offensive coordinator. I don't know if he has mm-hmm. that. I don't know if, if Saturday has that trust in anybody in the organization because he's – in all actuality, he's by himself as far as, you know, when you look at the whole scheme of things of him being there and him just getting there. That's true. That's fair. That's it's a fair. valid point. Um, all right, let's let's hit a couple other things. So Aaron Rodgers thinks he'll play this week. He basically said there was an early shot in the game that rattled the rib cage. I got hit in the third quarter. I pride myself on not coming out. I was sore. I couldn't move, but it's not nearly as bad as we thought it was going to be. Well, so, so the, the scans scans showed that there was no internal damage. You know what? I don't care if you're on 16. You're, you're one of the highest paid players in the league. Play the games. Play yep. the games. As long as you're physically healthy, play the games. That's what a leader does. And like I said, when he came out and said, well, as long as we're in in, in contention, you know, I'm like, <laughs> what? What? You don't get to pick and choose what games you want to play. Right. In his, right. In his world, he does. You know what I'm saying? Does. And even if this is his last year, if I'm the organization, look, you stuck it to us for two years in a row. We're sticking it to you. You're playing these games. You're getting paid a lot of money. You put people in the seats no matter whether we win or lose. You are the marquee draw of this team. You're going to play. Unless yep. you physically cannot get up off the turf for the count, you're going out there and you're going to play. Other quarterbacks do it. Why shouldn't you have to do it? I agree with you, first uh, of all. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, well, we're contention. I'll play. Content, what? <laughs> if I'm a teammate, I'm like, you know what? I don't even want your raggedy butt on the field. Man, go sit down. Well, they already want him to go sit down anyways. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's the most liked guy in there. I don't know no. what you guys got going on in the great state of of uh, Wisconsin, bro. What? There's, some, there's some different stuff going on, man. What do you mean? We just get old country folk in Wisconsin, man. I, I can't tell. He's a Cal- he, uh, Don't blame Wisconsin. He's from California. You know, people in California are a little different. He's a California dude, so I so ain't claiming to, that one. He's He's – he just, I, he just rubs me the wrong way, you know. And he Same. doesn't care. He doesn't care about what I'm talking about, you know. He he made fifty million this year, and he still has a hundred million dollars still left in that contract. Yep. So yep. everybody talking about some, oh, I wonder if he's coming back. There's no way he's not coming back when he's got a hundred million dollars still guaranteed to him. Yeah. I think his contract's guaranteed, also, isn't it? Yes. See, hey, so but, he, but hey, but then Amazon Peyote involved, bro. He may walk away from the game and leave a hundred million <laughs> on the table. I'm telling you, this is a different dude, man. I mean, you know. It may not be. Think about how much money he's made in his career. Four-time right. MVP, Super Bowl champion. He got his ring, got his money. You know, to him, maybe the extra $100 million don't mean anything to him, which it's, is crazy, which is crazy. But Right. Because for $100 million, $100 million, bro, I'd run through a brick wall head first. But your your point is he is a, a very different guy. So I, I yes. don't put anything past him. No. Uh, I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. So – uh, Deshaun Watson is activated. He can practice. It looks like all signs are, are moving ahead in the NFL. Don't tell me they're not loving this. Uh, he's going to be taking on the, the Texans in Houston. How about that storyline? Uh, you know, he comes, he's eligible to come off for that game. Unbelievable. But, and he'll, yeah. go down there, he'll go down and put on a show and then get hurt. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, he didn't play well. I was talking to Dave. Zangaro and Dave said he didn't play well even when he was practicing way back in the summertime. So yeah, the, in the joint gonna, practice that the Eagles had with them. Yeah, yeah. So the think he's going to come back and play well. I, I doubt that seriously. I think he looks like horse. Okay, manure. Well, I, I think against Houston, his numbers will be inflated because it's Houston. Now, if he played a better opponent, I think he'd struggle. But I think he's going to go down there and put up some decent numbers against Houston. 
That is Houston. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I wonder if he doesn't get that in initial energy surge and that adrenaline, and he plays well this week, and then reality sets in the following week. I, I think that yeah that may, that yeah. may happen. You know, with him, but you're right, Barrett. He he was not sharp. He looked like a guy who hadn't played football in a year plus, and now it's yeah. even longer. You know, but he has been practicing. Yeah, he has been practicing a little bit. It's uh, not like jumping off. It's not. Like, it's not like just jumping on a bike and being able to ride a bike. You got to play football to be in football conditioning. Right, number one. right. But not even talk about to be mentally sharp enough to go out there and 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 go. I mean, I was never a quarterback, so I to me, and it's funny, man. You know, because when I see the game. I see the game of how it looked when I was playing. Yeah. And I sit back sometimes and I can I, I remember myself being in a game and watching stuff happening in front of me, you know, watching how the you know the secondary rotated. When they rotated this way, I knew I was gonna get something that was gonna come back to replace them. And I, you know, and all this stuff is going and processing through my head. So I know I had to take a deeper step out so I can get to this back that's gonna come from here because mm. I saw the safety go. All those things are going in my head, and I'm thinking to myself, it's a hundred times worse when you're a quarterback. When you see somebody vacate, you know somebody's going to replace him. There's going to see somebody coming here. The offensive line has this guy right here. So I know this uh, wide receiver here is going to break off, and he's going to be the hot route. And on this play, I don't have a hot route. Um, it's just me. If that guy comes, he's going to be the hot player. So I don't have anybody to throw it to. I just got to get rid of the ball. I got to run it. All that stuff going through your head. And, and, and oh, by the way, what's the stat count? That's tough, bro. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, tough. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. great point. Yeah, that's a great point. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing that I don't think people. I think people, when it comes to quarterback, just think drop back. Oh, that, there's a guy open. Let me throw. There is six zillion things going through exactly, your head, <laughs> and you have like a half, a, a second and a half to be able to make a decision, or else you're going to get sacked or hit. Yeah, crazy right. man. I'm, are they in man? Or are they in zone? Are they playing quarter quarter half? Oh, are they playing matchup zone? Is this single high? Or is this man underneath? All right, what's going on over here? Are they bracket coverage in this guy? Oh, I see him double teaming over here. What they got over there? Are oh, they gonna leave him wide open? They're gonna leave him free. Or I can check to this run. Or right, there's so many things that these quarterbacks are thinking of. Because I can just remember just the little things about me playing little lowly left tackle where all you do is block the end. Right. Let alone going through every single thing that you have to go through for a quarterback and the reads and and line protection and hot routes and break off here and they're going to double here. You got to get the ball off for this. Or is it a three step drop, a nine step, I mean, a seven step drop, five step drop? Is it 322? Um, you know, who's the hot guy? Um, who's the Mike linebacker? I mean, all those stuff going through his head. Man, that's. Yeah. So I think he paid a lot of money. That's why there are very few of them on this earth. You I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't um, know. So uh, speaking of quarterbacks, I, I think Robert Sala is actually playing this in a, in a pretty smart way. So the, the way he's sort of phrasing what they're doing is it's a reset for Zach Wilson. When we feel like he's ready, you know, he'll get back, you know, involved here. But until then, uh, we'll keep going with Mike White. So it, it's a way to keep rolling with the hot hand without writing off your your young high draft pick or you're paying a lot of money. So I think it's a it's actually pretty and a good good work out of Joe Douglas too. This isn't just solid doing this alone, but it's a the Jets are taking the smart approach here with this. Absolutely, yeah. I wonder how much pressure is coming down from the top office in terms of who you play or who you don't play. I mean, you know, yeah. Joe Douglas has invested a lot in Zach Wilson, you know, and you know when you consider that this is really the first year in his tenure the Jets have made some noise. Um, you wonder, is this Robert Sala's call or is it a collaboration of the owner and the GM 
making this call and in whatever call they decide. I agree. Mike White should play based on his performance and how much jump he gave that offense. He should play. But the bigger picture is you got a lot of money invested in a first round pick, you know, and I've seen it. I've seen it too many times, you know, the frontline guy, whether he's out for an injury, whatever the case may be, rep, you know, being reprimanded, he gets his job back the next week when he comes back. You know, I, 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 but how much, Derek? How much are you bet? Like they haven't been in the playoffs in eleven years, I think. Yes. How much yes. are you balancing that versus where this guy was? That and this this guy gives me a better chance to win. I don't know. It's a hard thing, man, for an organization. For, for me, if I'm making a decision, it, it's an easy decision. Mike White plays the game because he gives our offense something we've been missing for weeks. We've been holding on by a thread for weeks, and. We were in control of our playoff situation. Now, what are they eighth or something like that? Where are they? I think eighth, uh, I'll eighth tell you one second. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll pull it up. Um, we're not in control like we were a few weeks ago of our playoff positioning. There are we, seven. There's oh, seven. yeah, number seven. So right now they're they're clinging to that seventh spot. So we got to do everything we can to maintain that. And if that entails Mike White giving this offense a jump, which helps alleviate some of the pressure off of our defense. That's the way to go, but but see that that kind of thinking is too logical based on what goes on behind closed doors <laughs> in a front office. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And look, you got you got the you got the Patriots and the uh, Chargers nipping at their heels. They're, see, six, they're both yeah. six and five. Yeah. See, Mike White. Mike White should be the clear until further notice. You know, you don't want to get to a point where it's like Carolina, where it's revolving door quarterbacks all yeah. season to the point it costs the head coach a job. Right. I mean, Rob, Robert Sala's not going anywhere, but. Right. You know, you got to make a definitive decision because that's that's a definitive statement you're sending to your locker room in terms of what we're trying to do. Absolutely. No question. No question. All right. So uh, that's where that is. I want to do a little buy sell and then we'll dig into first rounders, guys, and, and, and how they're doing thus far. But this is strictly playoff edition. OK, and a couple of the teams we, we kicked around earlier, but I'm going to throw them at you again. This is just strictly buy sell. Do you believe they're going to be in the playoffs? Jets, do you think they get in? With all that said, everything we just talked about. Um, no, no, no. You think New England or the Chargers surpass them and they fall yes, back? Yes, just just from looking at their schedule, like this next game, they got they got the Vikings. That's do a you tough game. Think they're going to beat them? I doubt it seriously. Even with Mike White, is that game home or away? It's away. Mm-hmm. It's in their stadium. Okay. I still don't think they're beating the Vikings, dude. No. <laughs> Even though- <laughs> no, no, I don't think I don't see that happening. But okay, I don't think so. No. All right, uh, then, they're, then they're at Buffalo. Oh, jeez, yeah, that's a rough schedule. Uh, oh my well, goodness. Then they have home against the Lions. That's not easy, right? Right. Then they are home against the, the Jaguars. Wow. Right. 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 And you know. It's- <sighs> Then they have they're at Seattle. Mm. At my no, they don't have a snowball's chance of being a playoff. Then they're at Miami. No. Nah, yeah, that's a that's an awful schedule. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. I'm selling, man. You just convinced me. I was on the fence for a minute. I'm not now. Now, now Kevin, right, right. Kevin, Kevin Savar puts something here. Zach should get a second chance. Watson did. Interesting. Yeah, but interesting. I mean, yes. wow, we're talking about very different I know. situations. I know. Uh, there's no question who's the better quarterback when it right. comes to Watson and it comes to um, Jacoby uh, Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. There's, yeah. there's no question who's the better quarterback. 
it's just about rust and how you know if he lost a step since he's you know been uh in a hiatus a two-year hiatus yeah when you look at wilson wilson has been that guy and it's just he's just been terrible well he's been terrible he just hasn't been good yeah he hasn't taken command of that of that team well, he's got four touchdowns and five interceptions over what eight games and seven. I think games they're more that's... worried about, and this stuff started creeping out after after his comments that he made that he wasn't working hard during the week. Like that's right. the quickest way to get your rear end on the bench at that position. If, you know, you got to live in that facility, man. If you're that guy, you, you got to be a. You got to. I'm putting. I'm making a new adjective. You got to Jayla hurts him. Yes. Yes. So first one yeah. in, last yeah. one out. Yeah. You got to work like he works. You're you know right. Yep. Yep, I agree with you. I agree with you. Mm. I, I think he will, by the way. He will get a second chance. I don't think this is a uh, – I don't think he's done there. No. Unless Mike White no. just continues to go crazy. I don't think he's done here uh, there. No. Um, all right, so are we all out? We're all out? We're all selling Jets? Sell. Sell. Sell the Jets. Yeah, sell. Patriots. Patriots are – they're coming off that Ooh. loss on Thanksgiving. The Patriots right now are uh, the eighth seed at six and five. Well – the Bills are going to play them. Um, then they have the. Uh, then they have uh, who they have next. They don't have a bye, do they? No, they can't be. They can't be this late. No, they'll be. Uh, then they're going to. They're going to Phoenix. They're going to play the Cardinals. Uh, I, I well, very easy. well, Washington has a bye week fourteen, which is unheard of. Fourteen week fourteen. Washington has a bye. Wow. Look, I think my last year, my last year in Philly, we had a bye week. I think at like the last week or the, the second last week, week of the season. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Last week of the season, we that's had too like, late, man. That's too late, bro. It, that we needed that season to be over. Yeah. We were three of yeah. thirteen. <laughs> yeah, right. That should have just been. You know what, guys? Uh, Let's just call it quits. Take bro, care. that was that was a mercy rule, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised some guys didn't just escape somewhere and never come back. Oh, they, they tried. We had one guy leave, and he was gone for like seven weeks. No, four weeks. Four oh, weeks. Man. Gone. He's just gone. He was in North Philly somewhere uh, in a crack house. <laughs> in a crack house? Right. Yes. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Man. All right. For four weeks. Man, it's rough. Um, all right, so uh, I'm 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 gonna buy Patriots. Wow, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy Belichick. Mac Jones looks like he's playing a little bit better. I'm gonna buy him. The defense has really carried that team. Yep. Um, that's a tough one, Rob. But I'm gonna lean with you. I'm buying the Patriots. I'm okay. buying. Wow, that's. I know I don't love it either, but I feel like they'll sneak into the to the back end. It just it kind of feels like that. To me. So uh, I, I don't think they're going to win the division. I think the Bills are still going to win the division. Or Miami, it's it's definitely not going to be yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. So, so I don't see I don't see them getting in because of that. So New England is the eighth seed, one game behind the Jets right now, hmm. and they and they both have to play. They they have New England has to play. They still have to play. Uh, the Bills, and they still have to play the Dolphins. So I don't think they get in. Yeah, but you know what? Belichick knows how to play Josh Allen, too. Belichick gives Josh Allen fits. Um, and I'm not right. saying they're going to beat Buffalo, but right, right, right. But I'm right. saying he gives them fits, though. He, you know, I think he didn't. Didn't he beat him in that crazy game that win last year? Game last when, he year? Only, when he only threw, he only threw, yeah. was it four times? Four times or something like that. Yeah. It was windy, cold in Buffalo. In Buffalo, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't you, put you're right about that, man. Yeah. You're right. 
Okay. You're right. You're right. I, I, I don't, you know, we can say what we want to say about the, the Patriots offensive play calling, but Belichick's involved. They got the sack leader on that defense. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to stick with my guns. I'm going to buy the Patriots. I'm buying. I still can't do it, man. I still uh, can't do it. I still can't do it, man. I, I just think that, I think that, you know, the, the Dolphins and uh, the Bills have just passed them by. Mm. I think they're the better team and the, the two better teams in the division. I doubt if three teams make it from that division. Okay. okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's go uh, Chargers. Sell. I'm selling. <laughs> you, I, 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 we're, we're all in agreement there. I'm, I'm selling. selling. I can't. And, 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 you know, it has nothing to do because you look at the team. They got a pretty good team. Yes, man. they do. Yeah. I just, I mean, it, it, you have you have pounded in my head, D-Gun, that yeah. look at all the talent this team has had. They've had yeah. Hall of Famers at the running back. We said Tomlin, Phillip Rivers. They've had guys that could go out there and ball. Man, they had Sean Marion. And they never did anything. Nothing. nothing. With all that talent that they've had. Nothing. Well, they, they, they are a tease. That's what they are. Like, you'll see moments like last week, and, and Herbert will bring them down the field. They'll score late. They'll go for two, and you're like, oh, my God, this guy's arm. And, you, you know, and, you, and I'm not even blaming him. I'm not blaming <laughs> right. him, right? But you're like, you're in, you're like, all right, they have to be good. They have, you know, blah, blah. And then they kill you the next week. They just kill you. They lose a the game they should have won. And they haven't been able to get Keenan Allen and Mike Williams healthy on the same page. No, Keenan Allen can't stay on the field, and neither no. one of them. Yeah, you're and then right. Mike, Mike Williams, Williams came back and just got yeah. hurt again. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's huge in terms of Bosa's hurt game. all the time too. And Bosa's Bosa. always hurt. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at their roster. Even their, their Pro Bowl center Corey Lindsey. Yeah. Uh, has been up and down all year. I mean, it's yeah, like one thing after another with this they team. Left their, they lost their starting left hand. They got a. a um, a rookie left tackle to start at the, you know, since their, um, Slater. For a went while out. now, he's been in there. Yeah, since Slater went out. Slater went out like, what, the third or fourth game? Yeah, it was early. Yep. It was definitely yep. early when Slater went down. Uh, uh, we kind of hit these. I'll just, let's just do a quick run through. Giants in or out? Buy or sell? I'm selling. Ooh, I'm selling. I think they selling. hit the wall. They hit this wall. Their schedule is ridiculous. Washington Eagles, Washington, Minnesota, Indy Eagles again. I mean, yep. you have one, two, three. Four, four of your last six games are division games. I think they've hit that wall. They've lost two in a row. I think the Giants are about to uh, call it a season. And, I mean, they'll be competitive to the end, but I don't think they're going to be playoff worthy at the end of the season. I'm going to say they sneak in. Um, Ooh. I'm going to say they sneak in. Yeah. Over over, over, um, over Seattle. Redskins? Uh, over Seattle. Uh, I'm going Seattle. I think they wow. sneak in. Yeah, I think they stay good. Mm. So you already know my answer for Seattle. Where are you guys at with Seattle? Are you, so you're out on Seattle. I'm out. And, um, whoa. Well, let's see here. Uh, I'm, sell- I'm selling. I'm selling. You're selling Seattle? Yeah, I'm selling. Because, I mean, I, I I didn't think they were supposed to be as good as they are were in the beginning of the season. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought the defense caught up, and I think they're starting to – go behind now they're, they're not as good as they played the last four games they've finally became very very um human now you know what i'm saying they they, they can't they haven't been doing what they've been doing before so uh i'm i'm, I'm out on them i'm out okay. on them yeah, wow. like uh they've lost two in a row and they've lost both of these games by five and six points um wow and the rest of their schedule is Rams, Carolina, San Francisco, Kansas City, Jets, Rams. So they got a three-game stretch 
49ers, Kansas City Jets, and they have two of those three at home, it's going to be really difficult. Yep. You know, um, I like them a little bit better than I like the Giants situation, so I'm going to buy Seattle. All right. Buy. All right, last one, uh, and then I want to get into to first-round picks here. Um, commanders. Whoa. I'm buying Ooh. Yeah. I'm buying. I'm buying too. Yeah, yeah. The schedule's uh, well, it's favorable as it can get. Two Giants games in a row: San Francisco, Cleveland at home, Dallas at home. The Dallas game may be meaningless. I think they get in on the Dallas game because Dallas won't need that game. So I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy Washington. Okay. Well, I think with Chase being back, so you got Young, Allen, Payne, yeah. and Sweat. Yep. That's a lot of pressure on a lot of quarterbacks. So I, I like them. I like I like their defense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yes, I'm, I'm buying. They've won three in a row, six of the last seven. And for whatever reason, Taylor Heineke seems to be the magic man there. He's five and one. The magic they man. Play, they play better for him. Carson Wentz, you might as well go on a duck hunting spree because you ain't getting back <laughs> in there. So you're not getting back in there. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm going to buy Washington. All right, I wanted to uh, I wanted to hit this. Uh, we, we Barrett actually introduced it during the, uh, the meeting. I love it. So uh, just to kind of look at where things are with the first rounders. We don't need to get in, in like heavy detail here with every single guy, but just you know plus minus where we are through well, you know whatever it's been 11, 12 games. Um, the first one's pretty easy. Aiden Hutchinson's playing at a at a fierce pace, man. This this dude's legit. So he's he he was number. Two. I'm sorry, I skipped that one. He's number two overall. Um, he's been really good. Trayvon Walker in uh, in Jacksonville. Very consistent. Yeah, Very I, I like what he's done. Yeah. 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 Uh, when I look at Aiden Hutchinson, I'm I'm shocked at how much Detroit drops him back in pass coverage. I, mean, I am too. He's getting to the quarterback, and they drop him in pass coverage a lot, and he's been efficient in pass coverage. Yep. Yep. You know, I, which which surprises me for a guy of that size, but that just goes to show you how athletic he is. Um, yeah, I think. Detroit, Troy, you know, which which is really bombed out in a lot of ways when it comes to draft picks. They hit a home run with this one. Yeah, that was a win. Yeah, that was definitely a yeah. win. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's the first two. Let's go to uh, number three overall, and it was Derek Stanley Jr. Now, keep in mind, he's on a really bad, really bad team. Yeah, he's um, played well though. He's played well. He has. He's well he he missed a couple defense. games with an injury, yeah. but he's been he's been he looks like the real deal. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, 43 tackles, one sack, five passes defended. In the he's INT. got a pick, too. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I, I, he's played well on a bad team. I would say three for three so far. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, four for four after the next guy, Sauce Gardner. Oh, best player he's, in the draft. Yeah. Love him. Love the size, yeah. the swag. He's You got to have what he has at that position. Yeah. He's, he's got it true. in abundance. Yep. You know, mm. uh, this one is, is, I think it's a TBD. I think he's going to be good, but you know, Thibodeau in New York's missed a lot of time, so I can't. A lot of time, yeah. You know, I can't. You can't really make a judgment on him. I think it's just let's see what happens here. He's, you know, if he's going to help t- get his team in the playoffs, now's the time for you to, you know, show it off. You know, and and why you were taking that high. Well, he's only played nine games, but he's played nine games and only has one sack. Sack, and um, he was brought in to get after the quarterback, and he's had zero tackles for a loss. You know, um, so I think he's still trying to figure things out. Yeah. Um, he's going to, I think he's going to be a really good player, but for whatever reason, it just hasn't exploded yet in his rookie year. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's still figuring it out. And, you know, which yeah. is, it happens. Uh, Carolina goes with the, uh, the, the, the lineman, Ekim uh, Ekwano, uh, who was he's a, played well, but he, yeah. he, he's played okay on a team that's just been terrible. Yeah. So. He's stuck on a garbage team. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, it's tough. Um, all right, so a couple, uh, a couple others. Let's go. Evan Neal in New York, off another offensive lineman. Get out of. He's battle. been hurt the past three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. When he was playing, that offense was rocking. Since he's been gone, they've kind of sputtered. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. he's been an impact player, but he's just been hurt. He's he's been out the lineup. You know, he got hurt. He's been out the lineup for the past uh, three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he, if he, I believe he was starting, that whole offense would be a lot better. You know, right. he's done very well. Uh, Dr- uh, Drake London, the receiver out of USC for the Falcons. I like him. Me if too. he had a better quarterback, um, he's made some acrobatic catches. He's a tough kid. He just doesn't have a quarterback that can get him the ball enough to get him more national accolades. But I, yep. I like the direction he's going to go in. Yep. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Nine, we got Seattle. Charles Cross, the offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. Started, played well in the offense, can run block, very athletic, played left tackle. He's done well. You know what's crazy? We haven't had a bust yet. No, you know? no, no. It's been yeah. a pretty good draft. Garrett Wilson is next. I, I, I think he's becoming their premier guy. The yep. truth. Yeah, he's the truth. He's yeah. legit. Yeah. Um, and, and once they get a quarterback in that organization, uh, he's he's going to take off as well. He's had good numbers this year, um, but but look at who's throwing him the ball or lack of throwing him the ball, and you know I think it stagnated his growth in a lot of ways. But he, I think he's going to be a really good one. All right, his uh, his college teammate Chris Olave goes to the Saints, and again hasn't had the great, most stable quarterback situation. But still, um, a, he's a lead receiver, though. Yeah, yeah, yep. Good. I think he has Pro Bowl potential. And yep. he, keep in mind, he's done it without you know Michael Thomas most of the year, and other guys that would maybe take some of the heat off of him. Yep. You know, yep. so he's been he's been a guy they have the target on. Uh, th- this one, you know, James Jamison Wilson was they knew it was going to be uh, sort of a redshirt year with the yep. injury to him, so you don't. You know, you don't count anything with that guy, in, in fairness to him. No, no. Uh, then you go to the Eagles at 13. Jordan Davis really started to show promise. We all – we don't need to go over him too much because we know. Uh, but, you know, until he went down, I think he's headed on the right path for sure. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, this is another guy who started off slow and has gotten better as the year yeah. has gone on. Started out real slow, but now he's – Yeah. He's starting to come – he's starting to come around. He's more of a, a – he's more of a um, a cover safety than he is a come up and – you know, play around a line of scrimmage type. Of yeah, thing. and we're talking about Kyle Hamilton, the safety yeah. out of Notre Dame. So, he, yeah, he, he, I think they figured him out, and he's kind of figured it out a little bit. Yep, yep. Unfortunately, he's playing on a defense that's been like a sieve for uh, most of the season. And, and Gunner, awful late in games. Yes. Awful. Yes, which is uncharacteristic of a Baltimore defense. Man, they've been, they've been very generous with giving up real estate in big moments in games. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, it is. It's it's very strange. Um all right, let's run through these quickly. Uh, a couple more here, but uh, Kenyon Drake or Kenyon uh, Ga- uh, Green, the offensive lineman out of Texas A and M to Houston. I haven't really. Paid I, I'll be frank. I don't know right. how he's playing. Right. Me neither. Right. I haven't paid attention to him. Okay. Uh, Jihad Dotson, the kid out of Penn State, receiver. He was starting healthy. Be, he's real. Legit. Yeah, Legit. ball of fire Legit. when he was good. Yes. He was healthy. Yep. He's yes. going to be that guy. He's a great deep ball tracker yep. too. Yep. Yes. Great red zone uh, threat. Yes, big time. Leads the team in uh, ta- uh, t- touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Chargers went with Zion Johnson, the O-lineman out of BC. Um, I think he's actually playing okay for them. And, he's but playing they all, okay. All, all kinds of banged up. 
Yep, yep. Traylon Burks won 18 to the Titans. We know he's coming on. He's getting better. Uh, you'll see him this week. He's a big cat. He's a big dude that they're going to have to deal with on the outside. But it looks yep. like he and uh, Tannehill are starting to get some chemistry. So he's playing yep. better. Trevor Penning uh, went 19th to the Saints. Offensive tackle from Northern Iowa. Barrett, have you been – Yes, I watched him. He, he's going through his bumps and bruises, but he's going to be a quality tackle okay. in the league for okay. a long time. Uh, Kenny Pickett, we've covered pretty, pretty in detail. Yep. 20. And yeah. let's go 21. Trent McDuffie, he's been better than I thought he was going to be for the Yeah, year. he has. Yes, yeah, he has. Props Even though he him. got the short arms, he's been balling. You know what I mean? Like the tar- he, he's got the uh, T Rex arms. Yeah, he's, he's got, got the T Rex arms. You're getting stronger. All right. Quay Walker, the kid out of Georgia, another one of the Georgia players who went in the first round, the linebacker, went to the Packers at 22. He's been playing pretty well. You know, he uh you saw in his last game, he is they be- he's their best linebacker that's playing right now. The couple of starters are out, but he's moved to the Mike linebacker and he's running that defense. Yeah. So what what I don't know if his he's best suited as a spy. I didn't think he spied well on Jalen on uh, on Sunday night, but then again, who does? You know, right, in, in right, 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 right. Uh all right. Uh Kair Elam, the corner out of Florida. Hurt. Bills at 23 got hurt, right? Exactly. He's been hurt. But yeah. he's good. He's a good cover corner. No, because he, he got beat out by the kid from um, um, Villanova. Yeah, but didn't he get beat out because he got hurt? He's no, been he hurt got beat out. Season, right? No, they they were they were on the same line, and then um, they were splitting reps. They were splitting time together, and then all of a sudden he got hurt. Then you know, both of them got hurt, and they they've been out thus far. Okay. Uh, Tyler uh, Tyler Smith went twenty four to the Cowboys. The uh, he actually – he was projected initially as a guard, but he's played some some tackle as well for them. Well, he's starting left – he's starting uh, left tackle right now. Yeah. He's had his bumps and bruises, but he's played very consistent. He's started to be a consistent player for that team now. Mm-hmm. So, he's he's uh, he's he's worth that pick. You know, he got – he was one of those guys that he had so many penalties for being out of place and, 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 um, and, and, and being in awkward positions and he'd hold and stuff. But he's settled down and become a pretty good player. Okay. Uh, the Ravens at 25 took Tyler Linderbaum, who was a center out of Iowa. Mm-hmm. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. He, Very he, looks, good. he looks legit. Um, Jets uh, took at 26, Jermaine Johnson, the end out of Florida State. Uh, I, you know, I haven't seen much. Yeah. He hasn't flashed, right? I and mean, maybe no, I haven't I, I dialed in enough on him. I like him coming out of college. I really did. I mean, yeah. it was yeah. good. What was the story the kid? Went to Georgia, left Georgia, went to Florida State, and was an ACC player of the year in one year at Florida State. Yeah. Um, so he, he has the potential, but you're right. He hasn't, he just hasn't flashed. I mean, we talk about how great the, the Jets had uh, draft was three first round picks, but I think of the three, he has been the lesser productive of the three, no question. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. I again love this pick by the Jags at 27. Devin Lloyd, he started hot yes. and then he's kind of cooled. They, yep. He hasn't played as much. Yeah, yeah. Second on the team in tackles, no quarterback sacks all season long, no tackles for losses. Uh, I don't know. He's played. He's played uh, in how many games here? Uh, what Probably it? played in all of them, I would think. Um, but he 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 has flashes of being really good, but he hasn't been that impacted. I'm sure they they would hope he would be at this point. Right. Um, uh, Devontae Wyatt went 28 to the Packers. The tackle at another Georgia kid. Another underwhelming guy. He only yes. gets plays sparingly. Yes. 
Yes. But I thought he would have been more of an impact player in that defense, especially with the injuries they've had at the defensive line. He still hasn't worked his way in to be a starter yet. Okay. And, and as poor as they've been against the run, and he still can't get on the field. So, I mean, what does that tell you? Not a great sign. No, yeah, not yet. Not a great sign. Uh, 29, the Pats took Cole Strange, the guard out of Tennessee Chattanooga. Hmm. I don't I know much about him. Many yeah, I, I I think he's playing for them, isn't he? I, I think. Yeah, he starts, but I don't think he's done anything. Okay. I know this next kid's played well, and Kansas City's happy with him. Uh, George Karloftis, the kid out of Purdue, yes. the edge rusher, they like him Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely, yes. He's playing a ton. Okay. Uh, Daxton Hill, the safety out of Michigan, went to Cincy at 31 overall. Playing well. Yeah, he is. I yeah, noticed him on one of their Thursday players. night games. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well. One of my favorite players coming out of the draft. I was surprised he went that low in the yep. draft. But he's played well for Cincinnati. Uh, this kid got hurt, Lewis Seen, out of yep. uh, out of yep. uh, Georgia, so the safety for the Vikings. So he's, you know, you can't make any judgment on him. That's yeah, the first round. Week four, yeah. Week yeah. four, he's done. I would say a lot more good than bad. Absolutely. You know? No question. When you consider the first rounds like 50-50, I would say that's a good, what, 75-80% success ratio so far? Not Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, not bad at all. All right, we'll get a timeout here. We'll come back. Uh, we'll continue with some of the uh, some of the Eagles stuff that we didn't get to a little bit earlier. We'll get some birthdays, all kinds of good stuff in store for you the rest of the way. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Day, Jacob Sports, YouTube Network. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader, and we're lucky to have him. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh and go birds. We 
We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. We roll into the final segment of the program. Barrett, Derek, and Rob. Let's hit some birthdays first, guys, and then we're gonna swing something back to the Eagles that we didn't uh, we didn't hit a little bit earlier. Okay, um, one of the all timers, if not the goat, Vin Scully. Vin Scully was born on this day, nineteen twenty seven. Man, uh, you mm. can just hear that voice, that that just velvet voice. Man, he was he was incredible. He was incredible. We lost him. We lost him this year, sadly, but. Uh, Amazing, amazing. Uh, the guy was a, an announce a broadcaster with the Dodgers for more than sixty years. Yep. The fact that, that he again. was broadcasting into his late eighties was amazing in, in itself. Yep. Um, he has one of those iconic voices, like uh, a John Facenda, um, Harry Callis, Keith Jackson. Mm-hmm. It's just that when you knew Alabama, uh huh, War Nelly. Oh, uh, it's like when you when you could be doing something else, you hear the voice, you automatically knew yes. who it was. Agreed. Know? And you know he was. He, you know you didn't have to be a Dodgers fan to appreciate. You know he he called games by himself. By himself, he simulcast Gunner of TV radio solo baseball. That's All the downtime there is in baseball, and he was by himself. Man, the, the, That's crazy. He, outside Whoa. of outside of maybe Bob Costas, I think I don't think there was anybody who could weave in stories about a player, stories about a scenario pertaining to a situation in a game and not miss a beat in the call of a game like he, like Vin Scully. Agreed. I think I Bob Costas does that extremely well. But Vin, Vin Scully was one of a kind when it came to – you know how difficult it is to talk for three hours, you know, nonstop. You know, okay, you get a commercial break, but nonstop – yeah, and lot. be on top of your game for 162 games a you year. You have to be so prepared. That's oh crazy. You have to do so much. So and so grew up in, uh, you know, yeah. Alabama. And his Love father was a butcher. America. Yeah, yeah. You know. it's like, oh my god, man, it's it's a lot. I mean, how do you remember that stuff? Because you you can only have so many notes in front of you where you right. you're not winging paper. And, and where you're not making it like. And then uh, in his that's got to be the hardest thing ever by, by himself. himself. Yeah, it's and hard. then of course he covered a Dodgers team. That was normally in the playoffs. So his his extension was uh, preseason games, regular season, and postseason. Yep, it, it's just some phenomenal, amazing. Uh, all right, this one's sad. We lost him way too young. Chadwick Boseman is oh, yeah. days today. He would have yes, been forty six. Yes. Mm. Uh, you know, didn't didn't let on that he was ill. Uh, you know, and you know, lost him. A, well, it was a couple years back now, and uh, you know. The, the, the body of work speaks for itself, you know, with what this guy was able to do. Uh, my favorite role is, is 42 of his, hands down. Uh, awesome, but, awesome, bro. But he was great in everything he did. Um, so, yeah, Black sad. Panther, I mean, he's that dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Total game changer. It's a shame. Um, 
Russell Wilson's birthday's today, guys. The infamous Russell Wilson. Not been a fun year for for our dog. Yeah. Uh, no. yeah, he's 34 today. It's fun, when, it's fun when he gets that check every that, month. That, that part's real fun. I'd like to have some Ain't of that. Fun. I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. Yep. Well, it's also Stefan Diggs. Stefan yes. Diggs uh, yes. is today's 29. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Julius Randle, Knicks player, Knicks yep. uh, forward, is 28 years old today. Um, Anna Faris, the actress, yep. is 46 yep. today. Yep. One of my favorites, Don Cheadle, who's yeah. Uh-huh. Really does. Yeah. Absolutely. He's 58 today, Don Cheadle. Uh, Lewis Black, uh, Lucas Black, excuse me, isn't isn't he was the he was the kid from Sling Blade? Yeah, if you remember, and then he became you know he, an actor as an adult too. But he was he was a little guy. He's also uh, been in a number of the Fast and Furious movies. Yes, as well. Japan. Yep. He was in Japan. In Japan. Yeah. Yep. 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 Tokyo, Japan. Uh, exactly. Yep. Uh, Howie Mandel is sixty-seven. Uh, comedian, actor, whatever he is now, some kind of host. Uh, is he is he still a germaphobe? You know, he was very open about that. He was a germaphobe for a long time. Big time. No, he's still one. He's still one. Yeah, is he, he is. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, Andrew McCarthy. He was part of the Brat Pack. You know, the the eighties movies and all that. Um, I don't know what somebody gave me his book. Ugh! Don't mm. waste your time. I think it's called Brat really? Pack or Brat. Really? something it's awful it's garbage <laughs> I, I applaud the fact that you even read books i can't sit still long enough to read. i read it on a plane and i was just <laughs> I like i just wasted how i, I should have slept um brian bumgarner you might not know the name uh but he's the he's the bigger guy in off in the office the bald guy kind of funny okay uh, I've, I've never watched it kevin i think was his name in the office he was funny yeah he was pretty good in that uh the game is 43 the game. Uh, Mar- Mariano Rivera is fifty-three. The the ultimate closer, Mariano Rivera. Wow. Kim Delaney, okay. the, the actress, is sixty-one. Kim so, Delaney, one of my all-time favorites. She's from Roxborough. Yes, Maddie she Oakley. is. Yep. When she was in, uh, was it all my children? Yeah, she's been in a lot of soaps and then yeah. NYPD Blue. Uh, yeah. Yep. Other stuff. Yep. How about Gary Stanley passed away. Oh. Uh, yeah, a few years mm. back, sadly, his birthday. He was born in 1949. I, I always thought that guy was hilarious. But uh, Larry Sanders, he was great in that. Uh, but that's all I got birthdays. You guys have anything? Uh, you got the boy Jamal Mashburn. Oh, 49. Mash, Kentucky. Yep. How old is he now? 49. Man. Wow. He was in that. He was in the Christian Leitner shot game in 1992 yep. at the Spectrum. He was playing <laughs> in that game for Kentucky. Yep. Uh, wow. J- Jackie Stallone, mother of Sylvester. <laughs> yes, yes. And was uh, was you remember different. the? Do you remember the wrestler Jerry Lawler? Yeah, yes. Jerry Lawler. Yes. Yeah. I, what 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 stands out most to me, and I believe it was the old Dick Cavett show, is when he smacked the taste out of Andy Kaufman. Oh, that Andy was on Kaufman. Letterman. That <laughs> was, was that Letterman. Letterman? <laughs> it was Letterman when when Letterman was on at twelve thirty. The, the old I mean, show for Letterman. Kaufman kept getting in his face. He uh-huh. got him to smack the taste out of Kaufman, man, on, yeah. on live TV. And I think Kaufman was like, dude, don't you know this is supposed to be fake? And yeah, was, Jerry yeah. Lawler wasn't having any of it, man. And he, Kaufman no. filed a lawsuit against him. I don't know if he wanted him or, or not, but yeah, filed, filed a lawsuit against him. Yeah. Man, yeah, I was I, like, oh! I remember that, man. I remember, I remember that. That was funny. I was a kid watching that. Wow! Yeah. Um, that was, uh, that was, geez, man, that was, and Andy Kaufman died very young too. Yeah, he did. Um, that's for sure. Um, all right. So let, let's circle back to the big story today and CJ Gardner Johnson. Uh, we know it, we don't know the extent of the, how long he's going to be out, but we know the injury, at least he's got a lacerated, uh, 
lacerated kidney and and there's possible rib damage as well. So, you know, the, the question is, can Howie pull another kind of rabbit out of his hat here and find some more help like they found at the defensive line position? We talked about Malcolm Jenkins a little bit earlier, and I know some of the gunner sources are saying likely not to happen uh, with the birds. But, you know, I, I will be curious to see what they end up doing or if they just say, let's ho- let's kind of hope the backups get us through here. Um, and Reed Blankenship is going to get some more responsibility, you would figure, um, for sure. I would think he's going to be the starter, right? Well, he helped himself. He yeah, definitely he helped himself. Um, I, I Bringing in somebody I, at this point, I think it's a little too late to bring somebody in with that position. Um, if he was, if we, if they were going to put, if they were going to put CJ Garner Johnson on IR, then I say yeah. But since you know, they're probably they're probably thinking he's going to come back in like two to three weeks. Mm. And um, I tell you the truth, man. Like I said, Reed Blankenship, he he made himself known even with that ugly number he had during camp. <laughs> it just kept showing up, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got a good number now. Third was thirty-two. That's a good. That's a good D back number. Right. That's a good because he was he. It was trash, man. It was yeah. Trash. That, what, what was it? Was he forty? Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Like forty-seven. Unless you're John Lynch, forty-seven's rough. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh-huh. Um, you got to play like John List to wear 47. Exactly. Bro. Yeah. Like I, I remember uh, Sean Alexander, the running back, was phenomenal. He wore 37. He made 37 yeah. look good. 37 yeah, is a did. tough number to look good. Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> That's a challenge uh, for sure. But uh, uh, but you talk about those injuries. You know, I mean, does Josh Joe get an opportunity now? I think he does, right? If he's healthy, if he's good to go, Ooh. I think so. Ooh. He's finally healthy enough to be on the field. Well, I, I mean, Josiah Scott finally made a play. It helped that what Slay batted it up, but he finally made a play. Right, right, right. He, he said he finally made a play. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's face it, guys. This has been—it's kind of a rough go for Josiah. Oh my goodness! In the early, yeah, goals. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's you know you're looking at uh, these. Those are the issues again. The good news is Jordan Davis looks close. The next, the following week, um, Maddox can, is eligible to come off. And then the week after that, it's Goddard. So as bad as it kind of looks right now in terms of trying to get through this stuff, it's not long-term. Whereas a lot of, a lot of other teams have lost their guys for, for good for the season. Yeah, at least you have, you, have a, you have enough around those situations to overcome those situations, whereas most teams don't have that kind of luxury. Um, all you got to do is hold on. Just hold on a little bit longer. It's like the Phillies. Hold on just a little bit longer. Reinforcements are coming. How do you how do you, guys, how do you guys view like what happens rotationally when everybody's healthy and for like the the combo of Fletcher, Hargrave, Joseph, Sue, Milton Williams? How does that all play out? Oh, great question. Great question. I mean, who um hmm. you heard you heard what um you heard what 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 was said by uh by Linville Joseph, he said, "You know, it, I'm, I'm a situational player. They right. brought me here just to play in certain situations. Certain situations meaning, if they're we're up, you know, three touchdowns or two touchdowns, you know, it's, it's likelihood of me playing a lot. It's going to be slim to none because I'm, you know, they don't think of me as being a pass rusher. So how else will I be in the game? Only if they're running the ball will I be in the game." Hmm. Um. Sue can play both. Sue can rush the passer also. So I see Sue, his, 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 I think he'll stay up there as far as with the pitch count. Um, I think Cox will be up there and uh, Hargraves will be up there in a, in a high pitch count. So Milton Williams is in trouble. Milton Williams, 
he is, man. Yeah, he is, man. I mean, you know, because they're trying to they're trying to generate pressure on passing downs, but they got to stop the run. And I just you know, I just sit back and think about how beastly of a line it would be if you had Davis in the middle with Linville Joseph on one side and Damakasu on the other side. Mm. Oh my goodness! Then you have on the outside you got uh, Hassan Reddick and and Sweat coming off the edges. Uh, to me, that's that's yeah, that's a damn good man. That's a that's a good line. <laughs> It's a good line. That's, that's, that's shutting the run down all the all well, the way, man. Look, we know. So just to remind everybody, in case anybody forgot, you got Derrick Henry. You're going to be angry, Derrick Henry, considering he did nothing last week. But you got Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Chicago, who can run it, Dallas, New Orleans, New York again. So you're going to need to be able to stop the run more than anything yeah. else in yeah. these upcoming weeks. And we've seen it. Yeah. You know, we know what the some of the issues are here. And stopping the run Can't consistently. Wait. Uh, update, I'm not, not going to mention any more issues because certain per- people, a person, take exception. What were you, what were you to about my, to say? What were you about my to say observation. Now? I'm not going to say who. What observation? Don't let no, anything I'm just stop. saying from earlier. No, I'm just saying from earlier. I'm just not going to make any observations until the season is over. You can't right. stop yourself from doing that. Let's uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's update everybody. USA is up one nothing at the half over Iran. Yeah, the, the yeah, Hershey USA. Kid. The Hershey da, da, da. kid, Christian Pulisic, uh, scored a really crazy goal. He got hurt on the play, but it was sort of like a diving karate chop kick, and he flew right into Iran's goalie and, and got um, – the family jewels took a shot. I'll just put it that way, man. It, <laughs> it did not look comfortable. My man my man gave, took it for the team. I'll just put it that way. He, he, yeah, there, he took some heat. It was a nutmeg situation, but uh, – uh, uh, USA winning. All right. So we got Sometimes gotta, you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Or two. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we got to get out of here. Um, want to, uh, want to thank Xander Krause producing all of you guys in the chat section, guys and gals. We appreciate you. Everybody streaming, everybody listening. You guys are absolutely the best. Uh, don't go anywhere because you have three hours of Dan Cilio and the national football show coming up, but we're back at the same time tomorrow. So everybody enjoy your day. D gun. Namaste. Everybody, enjoy your night, and thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We are Sports Day. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. 
Go passionately. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.